Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Jackpot, baby. Oh, Raiders yeah. fan radio. Easy, right, with that, easy with that premature stuff. <laughs> premature in, in trollation. <laughs> wow. Premature musburgeration. <laughs> Yo. Where's Sonny's music at? Why do oh, I why is it now I can't gosh. find Sonny's music in the first part of the show now? Um where, where the heck is it? Oh this my is, gosh. This is riveting. This is awesome, awesome freaking. Well, heck, what did I do with it? How do I lose stuff? That's the Why do you lose thing. so much stuff? Like, how do you lose stuff? I mean, it's the stuff shouldn't be hard to <laughs> should be really hard to lose. Like it's on the desktop. My gosh, they're pouring in. B. Al, Kill Jada, JB, William Holcomb's in there. Paul is in there. Paul? Big Bass Raiders here because he knew he heard we were giving away something tonight. Oh my gosh, I love Holy it. Holy cow. Raider Roo says, I feel I feel like you guys are confused. We're always just a touch confused, pal. Well, yeah. Oh my gosh. Hey man, we're uh, we're three and we're the only team in the league that's three and oh in the po- in the preseason. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Michelle Sweat. What's up, girl? Ooh. Ooh, look at that. So JB asked, where can I find that intro? That is uh, my cousin Sonny. That's an original piece. Oh, yeah. There you go. Sonny wrote that. If, uh, if you want a copy of it, send me an email. Murph, M-U-R-F at RaidersFanRadio.com. We'll be glad to send it to you. Yes. Jay Giovanni's in the chat. Says, Tuesday show? Let's go. Yeah. You know, for some, it might be Taco Tuesday, but it's Raider Tuesday <laughs> here in the fan yeah, cave. Yeah, it is. 
Lalo Meloso, Bugsy Raider. Raider. Double R, Greg. Raideroo says, I did some running today. Pretty sure I'm dying. Oh, my God. Good Why'd for you, you Raideroo. Why you do that? Hey, Bugsy Raider, much respect. Brass Raider says, did someone say 23 and 0? <laughs> yeah. I think Jeff Murphy did a couple yeah, weeks ago. exactly right. I don't know if you heard, but Jeff says we're going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. You didn't hear that? You didn't hear that? All right. Let's kick off episode number 257 of Raiders Fan Radio. Jackpot, baby. Raiders Fan Radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders Fan Radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, time running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. Me too. I think this team can win. Me too. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Why? Thank you, Brett Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 257 of Raiders Fan Radio, coming to you live here from uh, my bonus room or what the kids call Murph's Fan Cave. And so we appreciate you joining us live tonight on the YouTubes or anywhere you can. uh, Well, yeah, if you're joining us live, you're definitely on the YouTubes or anybody that's joining us after the fact by downloading our podcast on any podcast services or any podcast service and or internet connected device. We got an absolute ton to get to tonight. Uh, and I've got a bunch of housekeeping to get to. So let me go ahead and first before I get to any of that and welcome in my best friend and yours, the man that adorns the Western Annex of the Southern Annex of the Merce Fan Cave Desk. He is Swag Jeff. Well, yeah, he is. Absolutely, uh, man. Oh my gosh, it's so freaking good to be here. I'm, so I'm fired up, man. It's, it's so much fun. We got so much great stuff to talk about we got some swag to give away tonight and we'll talk about that in just a minute because we've already had donations flying in we showed it at the pre-show right here at the top and people are already trying to get some of that so oh, so yeah it. man it's love gonna be it. great great night great night uh, absolutely and yeah and if you want to join us live like i mentioned you can uh we go live every usually wednesday tonight it's a tuesday uh at 4 p.m pacific uh, 7 eastern and so many of our good friends are already uh in the chat room tonight uh hammer's house what's up hammer uh one of graph's crew 
part of Mount Shieldmore Heck is in yeah, there. yeah, man. Uh, good to see you in there. Miss Ebony Graves, of course, is in there. Uh, Swag, Je- well, Swag Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> so Swag Jeff. Hell yeah, he's in there. Yeah, he's in there. Victory Raiders in there. Tyrone Graves, Michelle Sweat, uh, John Ogle is in there. Tide Raider is in there. Uh, Kill Jadis, Paul Edgerton, Big Bass Raider, of course, because Big Bass knows that we're giving something away tonight. So he's got, yeah, he, he yeah, just, his spidey senses were tingling. They were tingling. Absolutely. William Holcomb is in there. Raider Rue's in there. Lala Meloso is in there. Jay Giovanni is in there. Oh my gosh, man. Double R is in there. Greg is in there. Dang, man, we got a full house in there tonight. We, we appreciate it. Maybe, this, maybe we got to do these freaking Tuesday shows more often. Hey, you know what? Why not? Nah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Anyways, we appreciate Oh, uh, Central Cal Grizzly Raiders in there. It says Fresno in the building. What's up? I appreciate you, uh, Central Cal Grizzly Raider. And uh, uh, Fresno in the building. Yeah, and Fresno will be represented here in the fan cave, too, because uh, the Bulldog Raider Zeke will be rolling oh, around Oh, nice, at, at some nice. Point. Um, <laughs> so we appreciate all of you joining. Uh, Joining us here live tonight. All right, I mentioned I got a lot of of housekeeping to get to. Uh, We tonight are giving away an incredible item. And I'm going to leave it to Jeff to to give you the full description of all of it for the audio version of the podcast. I'll give you a little sneak peek there for the video podcast, what you're looking at there. But uh, so we're doing the giveaway for that item tonight. But more importantly, the reason that we're doing this giveaway tonight is that we are uh, our target to give away this year to the Bulletnikov Foundation via our nonprofit, which is the One Nation Foundation. Um, our target was $8,000, which is a double of what we gave last year. We presented a check for $4,000 to Fred and Angela. We, that was a double of the previous time we gave. Yes. So our goal this year was to double it again and get to $8,000. We are dangerously close to that. We're in striking distance. Yes. We're over $5,000, well over $5,000 at this point. So, but we need a couple more pushes to get there. We're going to have a huge push when everybody's in town for the Titans game. We're going to be selling merch in person there and doing whatnot. Um, but we needed to do a couple more of these. We basically revitali- reviving the summer of swag. It we're, never really died. It never really died. <laughs> um, but before we get to the summer of swag giveaway stuff, and of course swag will present the summer of swag giveaway, I want to tell you about some other ways you can give at any time. Uh, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. If you go to our website and you go to the gear tab. So if you go to RaidersFanRadio.com and across the the page there, there's like six tabs. If you click the gear tab, there's two icons. One is a DADC, which is one of the new shirts we designed this year. If you click on that button, it will take you to TeePublic where you can buy any Raiders Fan Radio gear. Some of the stuff we're going to have on hand in, at Tennessee. absolutely. And the T-Public folks, and again, I'll leave it to Jeff to talk about them because they are treating us so incredibly well in terms of generating money. And again, this money that we get goes to the foundation. So you can go to RaidersFanRio.com slash gear, or just go to RaidersFanRio.com, hit the button, go to, go to T-Public. Below the T-Public badge is a Fanatics button. Yes. You can go to the Fanatics website where you get official Raider gear, like the Gene Upshaw jersey I'm wearing tonight. You can get whatever you would buy from Fanatics. So if you're getting ready to load up on some Raider gear before the season, it doesn't cost you anything extra. But Fanatics gives us money if you use our link. So use that link when you buy your Raider gear, please. Um, you can also go to Amazon Smile. If you buy on Amazon, you can go to type in Amazon Smile and you can search uh, nonprofits there, and you can just search One Nation Foundation, all three separate words, and One Nation Foundation will come up. You select the One Nation Foundation as your designated charity of choice, 
Doesn't cost you anything extra, but Amazon will give us a kickback for you, you, you selecting it. And then last but not least, if you go to our website, RaidersFanRio.com, there's a One Nation Foundation button. Hit the One Nation Foundation button. There's a PayPal Donate button on there. You click Donate, it automatically pops up a PayPal window, and you can just enter in the amount of money that you want to give. Yes. And 100% of that money, Google doesn't take a cut. PayPal takes a small cut, but it's nothing major. It's like 1% or something. So the majority of that money will come to us. Sure. And, and, and it, actually, we're in process. I had to set up an application to get all fees waived by PayPal. So you 100% can do it in that way as well. So please do us a favor. Yes. As much as we're going to raise tonight and have a great time doing all this, those four other ways, Fanatics, Public, Amazon Smile, and then direct on the PayPal, you can do that at any time. And 100% of that money goes to the One Nation Foundation. And uh, we've got some incredibly exciting stuff on the horizon coming up with the foundation. And it's become our favorite thing that has to do with this show. 100%. And, it, and it's 100% because of you guys. We're just the vessels. We're just the guys that turn on the microphones. We know and we, and we celebrate it any chance we can to tell people the money comes from you. And it's your, your generosity, Raider Nation, is what makes all this stuff happen. So anyways, enough of that. I appreciate you indulging me for a minute. If you can get, And if you can't give, and if mon- giving money and any of that stuff is a part of your story, that's okay. Just do us a favor. Retweet stuff. Hit a thumbs up. Hit a subscribe. Absolutely. Just help us get the freaking word out about it, and then the rest of it will take care of itself. So 100%. to much respect if you, if you can't. And I, it's, you know, times can be tough. I get it. So we're not lobbying for your money. We're just lobbying for your support. And so, because we feel that it's a good cause. All right. I'm Ab- absolutely. Well, so, and, and, and I want to give respect to, uh, to my wife because my wife is helping us revamp the one nation foundation.net yeah, yeah. website. She, so we're, we're about to roll out an entire, you know, and not a, not necessarily a rebrand, but just kind of just, you know, re refresh. Yeah. Just a little refresh, yeah. man, because right now the one nation foundation.net link will send you to that page on RaidersFanRadio.com where you can hit that PayPal button, but we're going to revamp it. We're going to start posting a ton of pictures of us at all these different Raider events representing you and presenting checks on behalf of the amazing donations that you guys have done. So, so yeah, so stay tuned for that as well. But yeah, it's one nation foundation, man. It's, it's just, it, it, it holds near and dear to our hearts and we just love it. And yeah, like Murph said, this is, it's one of my favorite things that we do now. I mean, I'll, you know, of course, seeing all the excited people when we give away swag and all that cool stuff, but just, you know, just, to see it come to fruition at you know at the end of the year when we give a check to Fred and be like wow like Raider Nation is freaking clutch man absolutely like, it's so cool and for a little old show like ours to be yes. able to raise that kind of money I mean it's just incredible the amount of generosity that 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 you all have and absolutely listen, and if you came to the show you're like what are these guys going to talk about the Raiders I, you're going to get sick of hearing us talk about the Raiders we're going to have um, ninety minutes straight of us talking about the Raiders so just if just indulge us on this on this foundation stuff please and uh, and again give if you can but so let's let's not sell the lead any or uh, bear the lead anymore swag jeff what's the big ticket item we're giving away tonight oh my gosh well so if you flip it over to uncle mosh's camera so we've got a uh, signed away Trayvon Merrick signed jersey right there super clean signature right there comes with the certificate of authenticity uh through j or through 
through JSA. It's an amazing thing. Uh, every $10 donation tonight gets you one poker chip. I've already got t- uh, two people already have poker chips tonight, and I'm about to shout those guys out. But yeah, every $10 that you donate, whether you donate 10 whether you be like Kill Jadis and have the one chip gang, or you throw in 100 like Big Bass Raider normally does, you know, you're going to get those amount of poker chips. And at the end of the night, we're going to do a drawing. And yeah, and it's all for the One Nation Foundation. So, you know, we had right there at the Fannies last year and all, or last year, a few weeks ago, whenever that was, uh, we we had some big time don- We had a $1,200 night and a $1,500 night. That was insane. So, you know, so if we can, ra- if we can you know, rattle off a couple more like that, you know, or anywhere even close oh, to that. Oh, that would be it. I mean, yeah, we're, we're going to hit our number for yeah. sure. So, so yeah, man. So get in the mix. Every donation, Super Chat, all that stuff, $10 donation, get you one poker chip. So enough about the One Nation Foundation. We're excited about that, and we'll never stop talking about it. But uh, but so to here at the top of the show, <laughs> here at the top of the show, so uh, episode number is 257. So each and every week, I take a significant moment within Raider Nation and relate it back to the episode number. And uh, you know what? I didn't have anything this week. But T-Hom did. T-Hom did. T-Hom did, and I got a message from him and said, hey, man, if you don't have anything, I'm already up to episode 280 and counting. So, oh gosh, so much, much respect. Like, this guy, oh, my gosh, he's amazing. But uh, but so for episode 257, I've got, uh, I've got one for you. It's a career stat. So uh, we're going to be talking about uh, one of Hammer's friends, I'm sure, and I know it's a friend of Graf's. We're going to be talking about number 30. Yeah. The Butcher. The butcher, man. So Stu Swagger, man. Uh, So um, unbelievable. Played for uh, 2004 to 2007 for the Raiders. Played safety. And he had 257 solo tackles as a career as a Raider. So there you go, go. man. So respect, butcher. Number 30, man. Get you some of that. So, yeah, congratulations. You're on 257. Absolutely. You know, right on. You know, it's, uh, man, I feel like a career got cut short early there because of injury. Um, Dude, like, had more and more tackles his first three years with the Raiders. And if I'm not mistaken, if I'm running this off the top of my head, I think he had 106 tackles his third year with the Raiders. No kidding. Bananas. I mean, now, that's not, I mean, it's great in terms of reflective of his performance, being able to tackle as a safety, but that's not good considering that our corners were allowing all those completions well, that's true. to allow for him to make all those tackles. That's true. Um, but yeah, Stuart Swigert was 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 a was a great player. A lot of players in that Raiders era, and those were some lean years, man. Um, but a lot of those players, man, were just always held back by injury. It always felt like you know, like Stu struggled not struggle with it, but he was in career severely impacted by injury. Uh, Tyvon Branch. A career impacted by injury. Of course, McFadden, Michael Bush. Like, you think about all the players of that era. Yes. Other than Namdi, and Namdi freaking left. So, anyways. But, anyways, it's uh, good good stuff there uh, from T-Hom. And, uh, and much respect Absolutely. to, so, uh, to so, the butcher. And, and Hammers in the chat says, uh, me and Stu are going to have a match for my heavyweight title at, uh, what, what is that, Adelanto? Yeah, that's their big their big week zero party coming yes, up. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's going to be unbelievable, man. Yes, uh, support those guys. You know, support, support Mount Shield more, uh, support Graphic Raider and Hammer and Wasted and Andy and all those guys uh, doing some really, really cool stuff out there. Uh, week zero, that's Adelanto, California. Burning Trees Festival, I believe, is what, okay. what Graf told us when we had that, that interview with him. And so, so definitely support what those guys are doing. And, uh, you know, we, we've made a lot of good friends uh, in doing this whole podcasting thing. And and uh, the content creator community is badass, man. It's an amazing it's, thing, You man. know what I mean? Except, aside from that one guy, like, everybody is, like, 
so freaking cool and had a, a great time hanging out with the Mount Shieldmore guys this past year at the draft. And Absolutely. So definitely support with what they got going on over there and, uh, and lift those guys up, attend the event if you can. And, and definitely, if you're not subscribed or checking their, their shows out, do all that as uh, well. Yeah, and then Graf's in the chat right there throwing, oh, yeah, there throwing up the flags, man. So, so what's good, Graf? But hey, I did want to shout out. So we talked about the Merrick jersey that we're giving away tonight for the One Nation Foundation. So we've already got three poker chip, uh, three poker chip numbers in the mix right now. Kill Jadis had a $10 donation. Tyrone Graves had a $10 donation and Aaron the Q-Dog Raider with a 1911 we'll call that a $20 donation Absolutely. as well says greetings nation uh, Don Murph may elope in LV so why not man, join the Made Man <laughs> Fantasy Football League oh my gosh well I joined I joined Capo for sure there you go well, I have to. Uh, I have to run that by the lovely Miss Valerie if she'll want to uh, tie the knot while we're there. Randomly yeah, there you in go. Vegas. Yeah, yeah. There you go. But we will be in Vegas, which is why we're. Hi, baby. Oh, and then there's and there's 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 Zeke, the uh, the, the Raider dog there. Is nice. Made it in there. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, but the reason that uh, that we're doing the show on Tuesday is because Swag Jeff, I'm uh, I'm getting on a plane with Miss Valerie on Thursday morning. First thing, yes, you are, and uh, we're headed to Vegas, and we're gonna go uh, we're gonna go have a day at the uh, at the pool uh, when we get there on Thursday. But then Friday, Raider Day, man, we're gonna go to the game. It's gonna be amazing. Gonna go watch the Raiders. Um, uh, take on the Patriots, which is going to be, I think this is going to be a very interesting preseason game. Normally yeah. the fourth preseason game is kind of like, meh, but these guys have been practicing. We're going to talk about all this stuff here in a minute, but these guys have been going up against each other in practice this week. And by the time we get to the game on Friday, I got a feeling it could get a little scrappy. I'm just saying, like, I, I, I think it's going to be a good preseason game. Absolutely. Um, plus we just had the cuts today to get the rosters down to 80. Um, so people are going to really start gripping for jobs. Uh, but anyways, but look forward to spending the weekend in Vegas and, uh, and going to the game. Absolutely. Then on, well, uh, on so Friday. my wife's in the chat. She says, you guys can't tie the knot without me. So, so I guess it's a no-go for the Vegas alumni. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Being that Miss Chris is a wedding planner, I guess we should have a wedding. Well, yeah. Uh, can, can you own any Elvis impersonators, Chris? I'm sure she does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. You know what? Here at the top of the show, yeah, top of the show let's, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's go to that. contact info. Yeah. That was the longest hey, stop of the Nation. show. Longest stop of the show ever. Old Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut, shut up. up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909 345 3346, or as Murph would say, 909 345 3346. How about emailing me? You want to email, email me? me? Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Taki Tak. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Hey, hey, anyway, hey. Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. At Twitcher. If you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Yes, it was. Grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs> Good. Oh, oh dude. Bro. 
Oh my that gosh, was, that we, was like a Mary Kate and Ashley that, thing right there. Like I, almost, <laughs> I only heard one voice. <laughs> you mean there was only there wasn't only one? I, mean, I don't know. The voice of an angel. Oh, yeah. nice. Oh, that is the voice of an angel. <laughs> I can't even make eye contact with you right now. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. You're good. You're good. I know. No. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's so ah, stupid. That's, that's so stupid. All right, so here at the top of the show, we like to give respect. Uh, you know, we don't do props. We don't do shout-outs. There's nothing wrong with those things. But I, we're, we're Italian. We like to give a little bit of respect. Murph, Swaggy J, Nation, it's time for a little respect. You know... Respect ain't bought, it ain't sold, it ain't demanded, it ain't negotiated, it's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute and much respect to the following folks. Dumbasses. All oh right, my let's, gosh. Hey, let's hit up that uh, donation there yeah, before so, we get going. So, so, so Raider Kojo isn't a dumbass because he, he donated $20 to the One Nation Foundation. Uh, said, what's up, uh, Fan Cave? Thanks to you guys. I'm finally getting my pirate ship shipped to me from Michelle. Oh, let's oh, go. Dude, that is money, That's man. That's money. You can see the pirate ship is off there to, to uh, swag Jeff's right shoulder. There you go. Yeah, that right there is our pirate ship there that Michelle made for us. Yes. Um, yeah, that thing is freaking awesome and great. Glad, glad to hear you're getting your pirate ship, and thank you so very much for that donation. Yeah, so right. he is poker ship number four, so flash that uh, flash that camera over there yeah, again, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are giving away this Trayvon Merrick signed jersey with a certificate of authenticity tonight. So every $10 donation gets you a poker chip, man. Get in the mix. All right, here we go. Good stuff there. We appreciate all of you and, uh, and those donations. All right, so to give a little bit of respect here at the top of the show, um, I got we got a few tonight. Um, so we're going to start off with our good friend, Paul, who is uh, across the pond, as the kids say. And uh, he is over there in Shropshire, Mississippi, uh, otherwise known as the UK. And um, the reason we're giving Paul respect is not only because he's, he's one of the best emailers we've ever had and emails this show yeah. absolutely every week. He's the capo of the emailers. But a little thing showed up in the uh, Fan Cave mailbox, Swag Jeff. Oh, no way. Had a package. Open it up, and I see the return address is from Shropshire, UK. No way. Yes. And so I opened it up, and inside are two Raiders shirts, um, oh. two gray Raiders shirts, um, big boy sizes, and Perfect. This, and a card that accompanies it. And this card is awesome because it's a oh. postcard with Bo Jackson and Marcus Allen there sitting on their helmets. I love pictures of Raiders sitting on their helmets. It reminds me of the famous one of, uh, of Stabler and Bulletnikov doing the yes. same thing. Uh, but anyway, so, there, so it's got this postcard. And Paul writes this. Hey, Murph, these shirts were bought as gifts, but one is way too big, and the other one doesn't stretch over my well-hidden six-pack. They're free to a good <laughs> home if you know anybody. Best wishes, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Raider Nation for Life. So thank you very much, Paul. It was very, very kind. Yeah. Um, we are not above accepting gifts here in the fan cave. My gosh. And uh, especially when you send swag. To this guy, swag to swag, man. Yeah, that's that. That doesn't get any better. And than that, that sure fits you, right? Uh, yeah. So he says it'll find a good home. It'll definitely find a good home. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm yeah. pretty sure the other one. Yeah, I'll wear. Find... I'll use. I'll wear. I'll sleep. Use that as a sleep shirt. Or you can. 
Or Mosh can just wear it. Or Mosh can just wear it, too. Yeah, it'll fit him perfect. Well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Good. So anyway, so thank you, Paul. Thank you to any, uh, any, any gear. And listen, and, and, I'll, and I'll say this, and this is not me lobbying here, but all this stuff that you see hanging up in a fan cave, the majority of it is stuff that people have sent to us. Like, you know, Ron made that aluminum sign. Jeff's wife, uh, Jeff Murphy's wife, Scarlett, um, made this one. Uh, that's a jersey that Marcel Reese signed for us. This was done by our buddy Jesus Alvarez, this Hunter Renfro uh, painting over here. Um, the Arizona Raider Nation, that's from our buddy Jay. Um, Michelle made us these, these mugs right here that's got my name on it. Um, Jeff's got one as well. If we go to the other, the rest of the camp, I won't go around the whole room here, but there's stuff from our buddy Ruben in Vegas. There's stuff from Silver and Black UK. There's, I mean, there's just all this, most of this stuff, all the fan shirts, all the um, fan club or booster club t-shirts that we have mounted up over there. That's, you can't really see them in the, in the shop. But anyways, but like all that folks have given us that stuff and so whether that's been in person or sent here to the cave so uh, if you'd like to see something of yours hanging up back here to represent your booster club or otherwise send it on down all right next up i want to give respect to two of our i would call them new because they're but they're recent i feel like that they kind of became family you know what i mean this raider nation thing is family and the raider nation listening audience and so many of our good friends in the chat room tonight you guys start to feel like 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 close friends and family and ebony and tyrone graves are have become two of our you're all you're all our favorites we're not choosing between you but like but we just get so much lovely interaction uh from them and ebony tagged us in a video where her and tyrone are celebrating uh, i believe it was their 20th anniversary yeah so much respect to you guys and congratulations and it's a really cool it's them dancing and singing to each other and everything Uh, all their friends and family are there gathered around them it's it's really really goals i know right totally so is so much respect to them and uh and and we appreciate your friendship and can't wait to meet you uh in tennessee this year uh when they come out for the for the raiders titans game and anybody else uh that comes on out for the raiders titans game don't forget to look us up at our tailgate which we were going to be doing jointly with the bus and with the boys whoa yeah okay so so, is that the biggest donation we've ever got at one time yes absolutely it is so so much respect to uh, to big shane Big Shane, who uh, who won the summer of swag, kind of he he, had, he was the summer of swag winner uh, at the Fanny wow. Award. He just dropped two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. Said, I hope you guys make your goal for the One Nation Foundation. God bless you for what you guys are doing. Thanks from us all. So, uh, Big Shane, twenty poker chips. So twenty oh poker chips tonight. Uh, two hundred dollars, man. Oh my gosh. Thank you. That's holy crap. That's unbelievable. That is unreal. Gosh, that's making me like well up. Yeah, absolutely. Like, holy shit, that's insane. It's Shane. insane. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Thank so, you. So, hey, so if if Big Shane doesn't win a thing, I want to talk about T Public for just one second. Yes, do because it. I've, I've I had a conversation this uh, this morning with uh, with the folks at T Public. Uh, respect to Christina, she's been absolutely a, a, a amazing sales team for us uh, here at Raiders Fan Radio. So T Public has offered to uh, you know we, we see they see that we're doing all these giveaways and said, hey, we want to give away something too. So you send us a couple names wherever you want. We're gonna send a shirt to whoever you want us to send it. Too. So, Big Shane, whether you win or lose tonight, we're going to send you a Raiders Fan Radio shirt. Absolutely. So, that, yeah, unbelievable. Absolutely. And I'm like, Thank you so while much. Jeff is talking, I'm looking around the fan cave for something else we can send him to because, like, <laughs> I'm just like, holy crap, dude, that's insane. Unbelievable. That is absolutely insane. Thank you so much, Big Shane. That is incredibly, incredibly kind. And without that generosity, man, we don't, we don't make our goal. So, anyways, appreciate you very, very much. All right, next up, uh, we want to give respect to Big Shane. 
for his two hundred dollars. <laughs> no kidding. No <laughs> kidding. Um, but uh, but um, uh, yeah. Wow. I'm I'm speechless. Um, all right. Back to the respect. So we're gonna give respect to one of the most legendary Raiders, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of uh, talk on this for a second. Do it. Um, my all-time favorite Raider is Kenny Stabler, and always has been from the time I was old enough to know. Well, I'm going to stop you right here. Okay. Uh, because I do want to give much respect to Aaron the Q-Dog Raider in the chat who just sta- who just it. donated $181.89. We'll call that, uh, we'll, call, we'll call, you know, I'm going to give him an extra poker chip. Call that 190 So uh, so he already had two poker chips. Holy so yeah. So, so, so Aaron now, yeah, Aaron's got, uh, he's got 21 poker chips. So, Gosh, Aaron, thank you, man, brother. Oh Aaron, my gosh, Aaron, much, much respect, much respect. He, uh, let me scroll up in the chat. Uh, he said, "Put me down for two hundred one total." Uh, happy twentieth anniversary, Mister and Mrs. Graves. Close the deal tonight, Tyrone. Oh, wow, yeah, wow, unbelievable, unbelievable. Oh my gosh, that's insane, you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's just. My gosh. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah. Everything I just said about Shane Capo, same. I, I, it's on. It's it. Uh, yeah. I don't even know what to say. Like, I, I it almost like I know the foundation is worthy, but I feel like we're not like for you guys to be that generous. Like it just thank you. That's so effing kind like that right there. Because we kind of went into this thing, we don't we don't ever we don't have to put like hard goals on things. But I'm always like, oh, you know, if we can get like, you know, four or five hundred bucks tonight. Whatever. Yeah, we're already there. Yeah, we're there. And like, don't stop them coming. But like, thank you. Like, just yeah. unfreaking real. The generosity of Raider Nation. Um, wow. Okay. You car- you carry uh, this for a minute because I got some poker chips. Yeah. Hey, tell you what, hit a sound bro- hit a sound bite, and then I'm gonna come back and talk about Gene Upshaw. Wow. Yeah. You're listening to the Violator, and I'm live on Raider Fan Radio. Where you at, baby? Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. This is Raiders Fan Radio. I'm Brent Musburger, and I don't care who wins, as long as it's the Raiders. Oh, man, these donations are coming in like crazy now. Uh, uh, much respect to my uh, old buddy, K-Matt D, who goes back to the days when this used to be a Madden podcast almost 10 years ago. Uh, K-Matt D dropping 20 bucks in there, uh, going to the One Nation Foundation and uh, as a chance to win that Trayvon Merrick jersey. I know he's a Colts fan, so that, that tells you a lot right there about the generosity of folks that are uh, in our listening audience. We appreciate you, K-Matt D. That's, that's an old school guy right there. Um, okay, so I mentioned I was, we we're going to talk about uh, Kim Adisa's rip to 10 kids now, Murph. Wow, <laughs> you and Philip Rivers going neck and neck there, pal. Um, all right, so let's talk about Gene Upshaw. I want to talk about Gene Upshaw for a few different reasons. Number one is because this, was, this past week was the anniversary, sadly, 14 years since his passing, and, uh, and, and continued to Raider and Priest, um, one of the great Raiders. And I, I said Stabler was my all-time favorite um, player. 
as a kid and the things that I heard about Stabler, you know, and, and, and even as I grew older into my teen years and, and early 20s and whatnot, Stabler was like the coolest guy. You know, he was the, he was the partier. He was the ladies' man. He was, the, he was so clutch, like, you know, left-handed. Like, all the things that were so unique about Stabler were one of the things that endeared me most to him. As a young man, and like a lot of things do, we get this thing that happens with, with things that are at a distance that we, that we observe, whether it be music or movies or whatever else. And sometimes even in sports, we'll review things and people differently as we get older. As I've gotten older, Gene Upshaw, as an adult, is my favorite Raider player. Um, and the reason I say that is that when you look at the things that Gene did and the things that now as an adult I appreciate, like leadership. Leadership is an absolute passion of mine. It's what my degree is in. And, it's an ap- and no one epitomized leadership better than Gene Upshaw. He was the captain of the Raiders. Even though Stabler was the, was the de facto, quote, leader because he was the quarterback, it wasn't. It was, it was Upshaw that was the leader. He was very stoic. That's another thing I can appreciate. Somebody that's metered. Somebody that doesn't act on emotion. They can be passionate and exude passion like Upshaw clearly did. And we're going to hear some bites from him in a minute. But, there's a, but he, was, he was the same. He was the same game to game, whether it was a championship game or it was, you know, week one. He was the same and consistent all the way through. And then what did he do post his playing career? He innovated and he advanced the NFLPA to being the power that it is today. None of that happens without the influence and leadership of, of Gene Upshot to not only lift up those around him, but innovate and think differently and think outside the box and come up with new ways to do things. So if you don't know or are very familiar with the, with, the, with the career of Gene Upshaw, because I know that was a long time ago now, guy played in three Super Bowls, but it wasn't three rings for him because he played in the first Super Bowl for the Raiders uh, when we played the Packers in 67. So like you're talking about a guy that's one of the o- most OG Raider fans there possibly could be. And again, as now as I've gotten older and the things that I admire in other men, that is what Gene Upshaw is. Not that I've lost my fandom or admiration for Stabler, but Upshaw is a whole different, whole different thing now. So anyways, let's remember Gene. Let's respect Gene on here on this, this 14 years um, since his passing. And uh, I got a little clip here for you. It takes a lot of hard work to be successful. And you have to really sacrifice and, and be dedicated. And I think the Oakland Raiders system, they've taught me the way to be successful. 1967, we had the good fortune to draft a tackle from Texas A&I by the name of Gene Upshaw. And here was Hank Stram's great Kansas City Chiefs, and their two tackles were Ernie Ladd and Buck Buchanan. But I put Upshaw at left guard, which was unheard of to put a guy 6'5", 6'6", at guard. Gene was a great pulling guard, which means he was fast, athletic, if we're going to run a sweep, Gene's out in front of it. And when he's out in front of it, people are ducking on the other side. I know everyone in our organization is very proud to be associated with the Oakland Raiders. I don't see any organization that is as good as ours. And to be captain of our football team is pretty good for me. Gene was a hell of a leader for our football team. You'd hear him before you saw him. Oh, look at that Holden! Hit him! We used to call him the governor. He's like a politician, always talking. Oh, that, 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 that. We should run down these guys' throat. You think about the greatest players, some of the greatest coaches, never made it to a Super Bowl game. We were fortunate enough to make it to three, 
I think it added a completeness to what we've been able to accomplish. The Oakland Raiders are the champions of Super Bowl 15. Players Association started off many years ago. And look how it evolved under Gene's leadership. The players were at the top of the list of everything he did. He cared about the players. Till the day he died, he cared about the players. As the president, the players respected him and they felt so strongly about him as a leader. He was afraid of nothing. The advancement, the strive that we make as a union will be rooted in my upbringing in Texas, my college career, and the years I spent with the Raiders. We will do the right thing. We have had a tradition with the Raiders that winning was the most important thing. And that's been a part of my life, and it will be in the future. I love the game of football. I love what it's given me and all of the men that are in the hall. It's the greatest honor that you could ever receive as an individual. Oh, well, there, there is, that was his Hall yeah, of Fame that's, speech. Yeah, that's like, amazing. Talk a little bit about it and then give us an update and, hit, and take us to a break. Yeah, man. I mean, Gene Upshaw, I mean, he's 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 a player's guy. You know, I mean, you know, head, headed the PA and all that stuff, man. And I mean, I mean, what better? I mean, there was no better guy on the exactly. offensive line than him as a player. And then, you know, I mean, he epitomized what it meant to be a Raider and all that stuff and kept legacies going and stuff for, for a long time. So he wore that silver and black proud and... I mean, much, much respect to Gene. So, uh, so yeah. So, a, an update for the uh, for the uh, summer, late summer of swag, Sheesh. I guess you want to call it. Uh, we, in we, hot. we we came in hot, man. Why a Raider uh, donated twenty bucks? Uh, Tyrone Graves had another one. Hey, man, I'm just gonna go. Ahead, I'm just gonna go ahead and tease it because I normally wait till the end of the show. We're at five hundred bucks already, guys. <laughs> we're at five hundred dollars. So you know, go. so and we haven't. We're not even at the top of the show yet. So you know what? So I mean, we're not going to lobby for. I mean, we're thankful for everything, but you know, thirty-eight minutes in, we're already at five hundred bucks. This yeah. could be another record night, man. This, so, so yeah. get in the mix, man. Thank you so so much. All right, hit a break, Swago. Then let's talk about the Raiders. Hi, this is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. This is Trent Sig, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Just win, baby. can't thank you all enough man that incredible generosity and 100 percent of your money goes to our nonprofit, which in turn funds the bolitnikoff foundation and we can't wait to present that big old fat check to fred and angela this year yeah uh on, on your behalf man thank you so much uh, and speaking of it our good buddy ty to raider uh says all love and respect and has a ten dollar donation in there getting him a poker chip uh and, and joins into the fray there we appreciate you yeah ty to raider. i talked to ty to raider this last week he's coming. oh nice yep he'll be out here for our festivities around the uh, raiders titans game look forward to seeing our our uh, our good buddy ty that's awesome that, that's gonna be great uh to see him we appreciate you very very much thank you um okay so hey oh and miss ebony graves Drops a ten dollar donation. Ten dollar donation for her, and she says respect. Absolutely, much respect back at you, and uh, we appreciate you. And speaking of folks that are going to join us in Tennessee, we thank you so very, very much, Miss Ebony Graves. Um, all right, so 
Here's the story heard around the world, so I figured we'll just go ahead and start it off. I'm not even going to set up the clip. I'm just going to play the clip. Now, the clip that you're, I'm referring to is the one about uh, Dana White talking about putting together the deal for Tom Brady and Gronk. The, what you've heard going around on media is about a 30-second snippet. I'm going to play you two minutes because it gives a little more context to the story, and then we'll talk about it. I also got another question for you, man. I know when Tom was a free agent about like two, what was it, two, three years ago before uh, he went to Tampa, you gave him a recruiting pitch on why he should join the Vegas Raiders. What went wrong with that recruiting pitch that you gave him? (laughs) (laughs) Do I really tell this story right now, God? Do you want me to tell this story? Yes. Uh, you, yeah. can, you, can give a, you can give a brief story. You don't got to go too much in details because you never know. I, I could have been in Vegas with you for the last three years, man. What the heck? <laughs> no, you... It's still there. You would have you signed would've again. Been. You would have been. So... I would have been. I, I'm the one... I, I, I worked to put that deal together for Brady and Gronk to come to the Raiders. And it was almost a done deal. And at the last minute, Gruden blew the deal up and said that he didn't want him. And Whoa. all Whoa. hell broke loose, man. It was crazy. And, and, and Brady was already looking at houses, and it wasn't being said yet that Gronk was coming. So Las Vegas would have had Brady and Gronk the year that the Bucks won the Super Bowl, except Gruden blew the deal Whoa. up. And there's so much story that goes along with this behind the scenes. And I... I, I was never going to tell that story till Gronk just said it, but uh, and, yeah. And Dana, oh, that is what, exactly what happened, happened, and you just told the story. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what happened. Wow. wow. Breaking news. Wow. You know, he sent me with the Gronk. John Gruden screwed yeah. up. <laughs> going to the right. It worked out for the best, and I'm glad it did not go through. Really? Yes, I am glad it did not go through. So you said if you were ready to go when you won the Super Bowl. Yes, no, I mean, it all worked out for the best, man. I'm glad we went to Tampa. Oh, man, it just worked out. I love that place. Yeah, I think we go to Vegas enough already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. I, William Holcomb in the chat says one of the few good things Gruden did too. There's a lot of uh, criticism, we'll call it, getting thrown at John Gruden on this thing for blowing this thing up. I'm not going to tell you my opinion yet, but that is the minority opinion there. Coming from William, most people were like, what Gruden screwed this up, that he blew it up. So, again, I'm going to save my opinion because I want to hear yours first, Swag Jeff. What was your takeaway when you first heard this story? Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) Dude, does Raider Nation forget that we hate Tom Brady? Like, do, do we really forget that, I mean, I mean, what? So we just forgot about the tuck rule game? Like, we forgot about all these times that he's punked us and stuff like that and talking about how much he hates the Raiders? But everyone two years after the fact now is going to be like, what the heck, Gruden? Why didn't we get this guy? You know why? Because Gruden was building something. He was building. Thank you. He was building something. Yes. And where, where's Gronk now? Oh, he's he retired again for the second or third time? I mean, so so that was going to be worth it to you? So, because if Gronk's here, where's Waller? He ain't around. 
He ain't going to stick around. He probably went to Tampa and got a ring. Or, you know, or, or name any of those other people. And what's happened with, with Brady? You know, I mean, yeah, he's still in the league. And, yeah, he's still, a, he's still a good player. But, like, where's Derek Carr? Gone. In that, you know, I mean, yeah, he's Playing gone. for the Titans? Play, yeah, playing somewhere. Oh. Or if he, or he takes, or he, you know, follows through on his word and yeah, says, I'm not going to play football goes anymore. Goes the house. You yeah. know, and so, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't understand what the what these people are talking about talking about i can't believe he blew this up yeah i mean i'm with them thank goodness that he did you know yeah it might have been fun to have one super bowl run but he was building something he was signed to a 10-year contract and he didn't even make it halfway through his contract he was building and yes he's a dumbass and did some stupid stuff but like he was building something and and that would have been over halfway through and then he would have had to rebuild again again so like yep come on man stop with that stuff and shut up, Dana White. Deal with the UFC guys. Quit talking about football. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. You know, go deal with those lunks that have UFC ears and they don't have any sense. All the sense has been beat out of each other. Oh, Stop it. Go deal with those knuckleheads. Look at Jeff. I mean, come on, man. Look this at is so you. damn stupid. This is so damn I stupid. Okay. <laughs> What's your thought, Murph? No, I think it would have been awesome if we would have won a championship. <laughs> no, well, okay. So here I have, I have two schools of thought, and I'm not riding the fence because overall I agree with you. In the spirit of conversation, I would say this. Would it have been worth – because, look, we've had people we don't like wear silver and black before. Bill Romanowski, Lyle Alzado, and once upon a time, you hated Lyle Alzado, Raider fan, when he was a Bronco. Um, Jerry Rice, Tom Rathman, Ronnie Lott, Harvey Williams, like the, Rod Woodson. The list goes on and on and on. Eric Allen. Like, there's a lot of players. Willie Brown. Yeah. The, one of the greatest Raiders ever. The, by far the greatest Raider ambassador in the history of the freaking team. Once upon a time was a Bronco. So there have been plenty of times that players came over. So... I hear the tuck rule, and I hear that, oh, we hate Tom. But if the guy can win you a championship, it's just win, baby. It ain't just always be a Raider, baby. No. And so if you can't – so I try to understand that idea, though, like, would it have been worth it for one year? Here's what I'll, I'll, I'll say to rebut myself on that point of me even bringing it up. We ain't winning a championship with Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. That's not getting it done. Would we have had a top-10 offense? Man, yeah, maybe our defense sucked. Well, and that's and that's they, a, you know what I mean. Like you're, you're not one hundred percent right. We don't have Devin White. We don't have JPP. We don't have. You look at the players that are on that the Buccaneers secondary and they're, they're, excuse me the Buccaneers defense during the time of that championship. They're really good. And Dominican Sue. We didn't have a loaded defense. And guess what? If you bring in Brady, you bring in Gronk, we were already getting challenged by the salary cap. If you cut loose a Derek at the time, he had guaranteed money. It still may have not have been a ton of guaranteed money, but it was still guaranteed money. And then, yes, and so Gruden made the call to not mortgage our future for the potential. Not even, it was, look, the Buccaneers were a quarterback away. That team was really good that year that Jameis threw for 30-some-odd touchdowns and 30-some-odd interceptions. Sure. If it wasn't for all of his picks, the Buccaneers might have won a championship before Tom Brady. So they were a, literally a player or two away. That's not the story of the 2019 Raiders. 
that we weren't a player or two away. Yeah. So save me that idea that like, okay, well, yeah, but if we would have just done it, at least we would have had our fourth ring. <laughs> would we have? And like you said, and if they don't win a fourth ring, how long does Rob, does Rob come back for that next year? And now he's gone, like you said. And then what happens to all the players that we couldn't keep? We already couldn't keep some players. Now all those guys are gone? Like, I, if, if you could present it on paper to me, okay, you can go into 2019 with... 2020. It was yeah. the original season of no, I'm Vegas. sorry, I keep saying 2019. My yeah. bad, my bad. You could go into 2020 with Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, or you can go into 2022 with Derek Carr, Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller. I'll take that. 100%. I'll take that all day long. Yes. All day long. And if you don't, I'm curious to hear why. Because the math doesn't work to me. Like, yeah. And I'm all about getting the fourth ring. Like, Don't get me wrong. Like, That's what we're here for. Is we want to see our team win a championship. Yeah. I don't think that'd be worth it. The potential for us to win more than one championship is on the horizon now. Yeah. Derek's going to be your quarterback for eight more years. Yeah. yeah. He's been a quarterback for a long time. Quarterbacks, in case you haven't noticed, speaking of Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, whatever, these guys play well into their Oh, deep into their 30s. Derek's got another eight, nine years in him. A hundred percent. And it used to be like the magic number was 37. It was like a quarterback got to that age. Yes. That was it. Montana, Marino, like on and on and on and on. When they hit that number of 37, ball game. It's career. Not now. Yep. Not now. Yep. Like, you know, Aaron, we've already seen Tom clearly do it. Shit, he's practically my age. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is going to play till he's in his 40s. Sure. Easily. Mm-hmm. What's Derek, 30? Yeah, 30, 31, whatever 31, it is. 31, whatever? Yeah. Uh-huh. So at a minimum, you've got eight more years of high level of play. So I yeah, I don't agree. Well, I don't, and, I, and you know what? And, and okay, so say that does happen. Say it happened. How do you think John Gruden and Tom Brady would play together? Not well. Because Gruden's going to tell Brady how to play quarterback? Hell no. You know what I mean? Like, no, Brady's got, Brady's got you know, enough rings to fill two hands. You know, nah, I got this, John. Don't worry about yeah. it. You just sit back. You think John was going to be cool with that? Hell no. You know what I mean? Like, talk yeah. about trouble in paradise. Right? Yeah, it would have been, you know, the flashy signing. Oh, my gosh, the Raiders, you know. You know, if you can't beat them, join them and all that stuff after the tuck rule game and all that nonsense and stuff like that. But... No, no, that's it. Wouldn't you think have him and Rich Gannon had heated exchanges on no the sideline. Can you kidding. imagine what Tom freaking Brady? No kidding. Yeah, man, I, I'm I'm with you, man. I I, I think that it's. A, I think on this one, we got to give Gruden the nod. I think he made the right call, and 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 even, man, I'm am t- telling you, and even, I I I I, 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 I got to stick with it. I, I think it's the right call, and I got to stick with Derek Carr. I got to stick with our guy, and I'm going to give you a few things here uh, too, and why I think. Yeah. So, well, and you know what? And I do want to say one other thing. And I, I saw someone in the chat. I can't scroll back up to see, but I was just thinking it before uh, before they put it in there too. So I love that this story came out. I hate it because. It caused all this controversy now when everyone's so, so excited. You know, it's that tiny black cloud now that everyone's like, well, we could have had this, and what if this, and what if that? I don't like the what if game. It is what it is. It happened. It didn't happen. It doesn't matter. We're on 2022 now. That was two years ago. But you know what? I think this is great for Derek. Because now, I do too. Because yes. now we all know who Tom Brady was talking about when he called. He goes, oh, you're going to stick with that mother effer? Uh-huh. Like, now we know for sure he was talking about DC4. And so I lo- and I hope that 
this plays on repeat for Derek Carr in his head because, like, okay, I got your mother effer right here. See you in February. You know what I mean? Like, let's go. All right. I love that point, and I've got a few things in response to that. Okay, go. Number one, this is what I always encourage Raider Nation to do, and if I, ha- I don't think I've said on this show. I said on Silver and Black today the other day. Much respect, Scott Gobranson and Mo Moten for letting me uh, ride shotgun the other day. Um, I root for the Raiders that are, not the Raiders that aren't. We can sit around here all night long and talk about the Raiders that aren't. We can talk about, oh, we should have drafted Calvin Johnson. Oh, we should have drafted Aaron Rodgers. Oh, we should have signed Tom Brady and Gronk. We can do aren't all day long. I'm a fan of the Raiders that are. And right now, the Raiders that are have three championships and are set up now going into 2022 with the best roster and the best coaching staff we've had arguably in 20 years. So yeah. I'm going to root and I'm going to choose for, to root for the Raiders that are. Yeah. Second point I want to make about Tom Brady referring to Derek as that mrf I think Tom Brady calls anybody not named Tom Brady. You're going to go with that guy? Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback that's ever played this game. He knows it, and we know it. So anybody that's not Tom Brady that you're going to choose to go with over him, he's going to be a, oh, that mrf I don't think it's a direct shot at Derek. I think it's the idea that they chose someone that wasn't him. Sure. I think that, that, was, that was the point. And then what was the yeah. other thing you said? I had one more thing I should have wrote it down. Uh, I don't know, but you know what? I, but I do like what Aaron the Q-Dog Raider does say in the chat. He says, imagine all the favorable calls we would have had had we signed TB12. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, that, you know, honestly, if there would have been anything positive in my point of view that could have come out of that, obviously besides a potential ring, but I mean, it was just as much of a chance with Derek or anybody else. You know what I mean? It, everyone starts zero and zero. But, uh, but you know, I, I do think that uh, it, it kind of would have been like, like a face turn for the Raiders you know you know bring in a guy like Tom Brady you know oh, okay now they're the good guys now we love absolutely them. you know what I mean absolutely but you know okay so I got I remember my last point here's what I like about this here's what I think is going to be cool about this all right I'm a fan of a good story I'm a sucker for a good story sure sometimes I'll even go outside my own rooting interests to see a good story okay whether that be in a movie or a tv show or whatever else Here's the picture I want to paint for you, Raider Nation, and tell me how awesome now, with one more freaking notch into the story, how awesome this scenario is. Derek Carr is standing on the podium, and whoever's doing the broadcast hands him the Lombardi Trophy, the fourth Raider Trophy, as the Raiders reign victorious over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. Tell me how beautiful and how poetic and how amazing, and all the demons that get exercised. You exercise the Gruden demons, the Tom demons, the Buccaneers demons. Derek Carr gets his first champion. Think about that. What beautiful poetry that would be now, especially on the heels of this stupid-ass story coming out. That's what you want to root for something? That's what you root for. To quit worrying about what was going to happen in 2020, Let's freaking rock with 2022, yep. and let's hope for something badass to happen this year, and I think we've got the firepower for it. All right, speaking of firepower, I'm going to give you one last thing. Derek Carr saved – I know we talk – well, we don't talk about it, but the, the talk often online is about the haters and the, and the stands and whatever, in which we are neither. We are not apologists, nor are we you know, um, um, overly critical of the man. But I will tell you this. Since 2014, most wins as an underdog in the NFL, 31 – that is Derek Carr, mm-hmm. only followed by Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, Matt Stafford, and Kirk Cousins. 54% of all Derek's wins, and this is not me floating some stat at you out there to be like, oh, here's why he's great. 
54% of his career wins have come as an underdog. Why is that? Because the team probably sucked. Right. It ain't Derek. Derek doesn't get odds. Derek doesn't get a point spread. The Raiders do. And the Raiders are often the underdog. And one last thing, and then one more thing. Speaking of Tom and speaking of Derek and all this stuff, our friends at PFF, and I use the term friends, they're the MFers of media. All right, most projected passing yards in the league. I'm holding it up on the camera for those of you on the audio podcast. Projected passing yard. This is the kind of hate. This better be hanging up in Derek's locker. Projected passing leaders. Number one, Tom Brady. Two, Mahomes, Stafford, Allen, Herbert, Prescott, uh, Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, and then Tua Tango Vialoa. What? Yeah. Projected passing yard leader. Tom Brady with 5,070. Patrick Mahomes with 4,805. Matt Stafford rounds out your top three with 4,757. Since Derek Carr has been throwing the football for the Las Vegas slash Oakland Raiders since 2018. In 2018, he threw stuff. It was the first time he threw for more than 4,000 yards. And he threw for 4,049 of them. In 2019, he threw for 4,054. In 2020, he threw for 4,103 yards. Last year, he threw for 4,804 yards. That is one yard less than number two on this list, who is Patrick Mahomes. And guess what? We just got his best friend and the best wide receiver in football. And you're telling me that Derek Carr isn't making the top 10 in passing yards? PFF, you fools. Pro football fools. That's what I'm calling these guys from now on. It's an absolute travesty. It's absolutely ridiculous. Derek, I hope you take this week and all the bullshit that's come out from PFF, from Tom Brady, Dana White, and every other swinging you-know-what out there that wants to be critical of you, put that shit on your shoulder, hang it up in your locker, and freaking go ball out and kick some ass this year. Let's effing go, Raiders. Come on. <sighs> I love a good Murph rant. Damn it. Idiots. Yeah. Freaking dumbasses. This is why it's nice being fan-created content, because we don't have to adhere to any standard. No, uh-uh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We call people out around here. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, if you're being an asshole, you, yeah, we're going to call you an asshole. We're going we're gonna to celebrate you if, you, if, if it requires celebration. We're going to lift you up. Like Will says, man, let's normalize dudes hyping up other dudes. Yep. But if you're not hyping up other dudes and you're just talking shit, well, then we got one of these for you. Ha-ha! <laughs> 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 I said, I'm going to open up a can of whoop-ass on Mike Florio. <laughs> and call a coward. <laughs> and Mike Lombardi. All right, I'm done. All right. All right, thank you. Hey, so Pineapple donated 20 bucks. Hey, thank yeah, you, Pineapple. Yeah, thank you, Talk Pineapple. Talk about what's going on in the chat room there. Oh, my gosh. We got so many people in here. We uh, we got 85 people in here and only 51 uh, likes. So, hey, uh, so hey. hey. Just press the damn button, nerd. You know what I mean? Corey Flex is not a bad Stone Cold impression there, Murph. Uh, yeah, so we got Edgar V in there, uh, Aaron the Q Dog Raider, uh, Corey Fleck, Kill Jadis, Ebony Graves, Edgar V, Shane Tolbert is in there, uh, Edgar Bonilla is in there, Alfred Esparza is in there, Kill Jadis, Raider Shank, Michelle Sweat, Everett Lee's in there, Matthew's in there, Trinidad's in there, Victor E. Raider's in there, Valerie Lynn's in there, Paul's in there, Paul? Tyrone, Tyrone Graves, Greg. Uh, Jay Giovanni, William Holcomb, uh, Jay Salazar's in there. Uh, Pineapple's in there. We got the whole crew, man. And everyone's fired up. Oh, I love it, man. I love it. I and love we're it. fired up. And well, it's we're so fired good. Up. 
Hey, so before we move on to the next yeah, uh, the next thing right there, yeah. fla- flash the camera over there to Uncle sure, Mark's sure, cam sure, right sure, there. Sure. Uh, we're still raising money for this signed Trayvon Merrick autographed jersey. Uh, I guess it's signed if it is autographed too. I said, I think I said brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Trayvon Merrick had his hands all over that. He signed it and he autographed it and all that good stuff for you. Uh, so every ten dollar donation tonight into the super chat gets you one poker chip into the mix. We're over five hundred bucks already, Let's and we're go. looking for another record night, man. Uh, our all time record is fifteen hundred dollars, Murph. Yeah. So, you know, so I'm not saying that we'll hit it tonight, but but we like to flirt with it. You know what I mean? Hey, so, like, yeah. Just, uh, just, yeah, just get, get a little, little something, something, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. So get in the mix, man. All right. Appreciate you, all of you, with all those amazing donations. And 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 for those of you on the audio podcast, it's the Away jersey, and it's clean, man. That's, it does. It's it looks a good. nice jersey, man. That thing is badass. Not only does it autograph, but it's just a... And sometimes when we get some of these, not that we haven't, we would never hawk any bad merch to you by any means, but you can just tell like some of the finer details and the stitching and whatnot. This is a really good one. This, yeah, this one is very, sure. very well done. Um, all right, let's talk about the pivot podcast. So yes. here's what's interesting. So the pivot podcast, so this is Ryan Clark, Fred Taylor, and Channing Crowder, who are boys with Will and yeah, Taylor. Sure. Yep. They've, all three of those guys have been on the bus and, and talked with the bus and with the boys guys. And, um, and, I gotta admit, I'm not the biggest Ryan Clark fan. I like Fred and I like Channing's my favorite, um, but I'm not a big Ryan Clark fan. I okay. don't even watch hardly any ESPN anymore, and where he's an analyst, and I'll see his stuff come online once in a while. But you know, he's a stealer, and he's just—I don't know. Like, you know, you just don't vibe with some people's takes. Sure. And I just don't typically vibe with Ryan Clark's takes. But this, their podcast is fantastic, though. Well, that, that aside, my feeling about him—it's a great podcast, and they're pulling in just like our bussin' buddies pulling in some amazing content and some amazing quotes from players, active players. And this is like, this is where the, this is where you really are getting nowadays, my opinion, this is where you're getting unfiltered player statements and responses. You get, you get coach speak, you get podium speak, you get all that stuff in press conferences and all that. You want to hear them raw and unfiltered? Listen to these podcasts. Listen to Darren Waller on with Will. Listen to, in this case, it's going to be Derwin James and Devontae Adams on with the pivot guys. These are incredibly unfiltered responses to things. And I'm just, I'm a big fan of it because it's, it's so cool to see, you know, what makes these guys tick and what they really think about things because they don't have to be, they're not defensive. They're not worried that they're sitting across from some reporter who's going to take them out of context and spin it for clicks. They're sitting across other players, former players or current players, so they can trust them. So there's a little more yep. transparent around things. So anyways, let's check in with the Pivot Podcast as they have Derwin James on. Now, we featured uh, um, Justin Simmons, safety for the, the Broncos last week. Now, I like to feature our, our, our competitors and our rivals here, but when they give you honest responses about Raiders, I'm in for it. Check this out. They ask uh, um, Derwin James... On his fantasy football team, who were his if, – and if he's advising people that are doing fantasy football drafts, who were the first two people he would draft? And check out what he says. Hold on one second. <laughs> Did you just start a conversation with Tyreek Hill and go to Hunter Riffro? No, yeah, it's different. Hunter Riffro, the psychopedia sells me. Yeah, no, there ain't no psychopedia sell me. <laughs> Hunter really liked that. Turn the film on. You watch film, don't you? I know, but I'm just trying to be devil's advocate because I just because nah, my he, man got to see him. Nah, he's he 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 he, 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 he really is. He's good, man. Right. Yeah, 
Like he got he got his deal this year, and I just and like I would actually talk about it all the time on TV. I did a breakdown of him. I was like, y'all got to stop going out there looking at it. No. Y'all got to stop looking at his headshot, looking at his body, and get out there. You better and guard him. Like, yeah, guard and guard him. You heard it here first, people. Hunter Riffro. Fantasy football lovers, you got your sleep. There you go. He's the man. I, you know what? I'll take Derwin James's opinion over anybody else. Yep. Frankly, even over above the Raiders. Yeah. Because he doesn't have to hype Renfro. Yeah. He doesn't have to give him, you know, credit and respect yeah, on that. Yeah, because Renfro's put him through a spin cycle. You know what I mean? At the goal line. So, yeah, he, of course he knows because he's had to guard him. So, I mean, yeah, take his advice, man. Pick him up. I love it, man. I love it. I love it when, I mean, when we're getting, when you're getting that kind of respect from one of your biggest rivals, from the, from one of the guys that's part of the team that just knocked your ass out of the playoffs in the previous season, and now you're giving him respect. I mean, first off, respect to uh, to Derwin James for being willing to to vocalize that. But man, much respect to Hunter Renfro. And you know, we joke too. I love it. There, Ryan calls him the encyclopedia salesman. We 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 talk about him giving financial advice and you know and, and, you know and doing securities on the side while he's you know uh, playing wide receiver. Because, yeah, and, and look, it, and he's a very plain-looking fella, you know, but that doesn't mean that he can't go out there and ball out. So that's, you know, looks can be deceiving. And so much respect to all those guys. And, uh, and so, all right, so let's keep it going with the Pivot Podcast. So this is cool. So this is where you really get into the – this is where you can really get into the nerd side of football. To me, like, this is where I can nerd out about football. When totally. I listen to someone like Devontae Adams, who's an absolute master at his craft, he is the best wide receiver in football. And he gives you an inside look to what he does when he's on the line of scrimmage. Devontae Adams, so famous for his release. So famous for making people look stupid at the goal line. And what is going through his mind when he's on that goal line? This is fantastic. And props to these guys for getting these answers and getting this conversation out of Devontae Adams. You know before the, the snap, because that's one thing, the release. It's funny you brought it up. The release, like, that's what all on Twitter, Instagram, all the yeah. videos about you yap, yapping them at the line. Yeah. Is it premeditated Never. or do you do you just Never. ball? I, I got I a plan every time I get up to the line based off of what you're doing, and I put my Terminator mask on. And if you right here in, in, in front of me, I drop down a scroll, three ideas of something that I want to do based off of, and this is pre-snap. So that's when you, the plan B kick in based off what you do. Because... You know, I come off and I, I got the patented, you know what I'm saying? I skip off and kind of hop off the ball, yeah. but it's really an illusion. And I could talk about it. I could talk about it all day because at the end of the day, it's about the presentation. Like if you if you in front of me and I f- make you feel like I really want to get inside and I really show you everything that, sh- that looks like I'm getting inside, you got to respect that. And if you don't, I'm going to go inside and I'm going to figure out a way to go do it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, a, it's really about the, the route discipline. And, and I just, I get up there, like I said, I, I scroll down. Three, three ideas of something I want to do, you right in my face. You playing soft shoe press and you about two yards off, boom, I got three for that. You off five yards and you and you squatting on me, I got three for that. I'm going to get up to you. It's all about just killing that space and attacking, making DBs uncomfortable. And then now it's real life. It ain't about them drills you did, <laughs> them backpedal drills you going to do in your 45. All of that is out the window when 1-7 running full speed at you, and I'm going to get this close before I make a move. Holy shit. Then, <laughs> it, might, it might be a plan B, but I'm going to make Don't it look like play shit. one. Holy shit, man. Freaking badass. That's so badass, man. Holy cow. So good. And I love that. And he tells you his plan. Don't worry. Every move you do, I got three more for you. I got three more for you. Yeah, yeah. Be scared when you see 1-7 coming at you. Like, holy cow, man. And he holds up his finger. He goes, because I'm going to get this close to you. And then we'll make that move. It's just like. Yeah. 
I that to me that is the definition of confidence and not cockiness. Yep. That if that's Antonio Brown, that's a completely different message. Yeah, but because after that thing, you know, he would be doing his little his, <laughs> his little dance thing. Do that your he does. dance, yeah. AB. Do your dance, AB. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like seriously though, and I know that's a freaking like he's basically a cartoon version of himself nowadays. AB is, but like, but when you hear other players even. Like, there's a way to communicate that same point, and it comes off as this completely freaking arrogant statement. Not Devontae. That's pure confidence. And he knows it. That's the other thing, too, is that, like, usually when people are arrogant, they tell you what they're going to do. Yeah. He tells you what he does. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. t- like Derwin James said about Renfro. Turn on the film. Uh-huh. You watch film, don't you? I, that was my favorite part, by the way. I, mean, I meant to gloss over that. When Derwin James says that to Ryan Clark, you watch film, yeah. don't you? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah like, totally. Yeah, you think you know? Turn on the film. Uh-huh. I, oh, my gosh, dude. Let's, yeah. Yeah, ah! let's go. Hey, this is gonna be you know so what? Good, and we got dude. two guys that can do that. Right. You know? And now they're on the same team, and they're working together, and they're learning from each other and all that stuff. Like, I, I, mean, I mean, how are we not going to score on every freaking red zone trip? I mean, because it's, it's going to one of those guys. And, oh, yeah, they've also worked out a plan for Darren Waller in the red zone, too. And he might reap oh, all the benefits of it, gosh, too. Right? Because they're going to be all Good inside point. of both of those guys. And Darren's just going to be like, hey, lob it up. I got it. I got this. I got it. Or Matt Collins, 6'4", 220. Toss Timmy up here in the back of the corner of the end zone there, yeah. DC. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Timmy. Yeah. Why does it? We don't mention him enough. I'm going to start doing. I'm changing. I'm I'm making a a, a declaration right now, Jeff. On episode number 257, an hour and nine minutes in, or whatever the hell we are. I'm going to from now on when we say, "Oh yeah, Derek's got Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller to throw to, and Mac freaking Hollins," because I'm pounding the table on this. What does Derek Carr love most? Big wide receivers that can get open, high point the football, and just not even get open, just high point the football and go take it away from you. I'm going to bully you and body you up and take it away from you. Andre Holmes, Mike Crabtree, Jared Cook. What does Derek love? He loves Mac Hollins, man. Yep. That's going to put, Absolutely. put Absolutely. Mac Hollins on your fantasy football team. Yep. You heard that one here first. Yep. All right. Well, and see, and that's, and see, and that's the difference. Now we have a guy that can do that. Where last year, in the last few years, we had Brian Edwards, who we thought was going to be that guy. Yes. But you know what? I, I guess he just couldn't jump very high or something like that. I don't know what happened with him. He had all the he potential did it like in the once. world. And he did it once, and it worked beautifully, and we all were ranting and raving about it. But yeah, just it, it, ain't, it ain't good. Absolutely. But, but yeah, oh my gosh. Like... <laughs> Man, I'm so freaking fired up for this season. It's oh, stupid. I know, right? It's stupid. It's stupid. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I am with you. All right. Oh, gosh, Jeff. Let's go ahead and hit a break here. Like, I got to, uh, yeah, hit an audio break. Yeah, let's do it. Let's take a cold shower. <laughs> this is Kevin, the Raider nerd. He's live at the Oakland Raiders tailgate. Raiders! We got, we got Grill Rillis. Hey, I got uh, Uncle Marsh and Murph. I love you guys. Much love from the Black Hole, baby. Just win. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys, Murph, Swaggy Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they fucking put out a banger podcast. I love it. We have so many of our good friends in the chat. Kill Jada says, I'm keeping the hype at bay because I don't want to get disappointed for the millionth time. 
That's <laughs> what I would say. And I used to say this term all the time. Thank you, Raiders, for relieving me of the burden of expectation by doing something. Yeah, dumb. but you know what? We were all we're all used to it. So but just, that's just what buy I'm, into the hype. This is just the annual freaking. about to say. This is the annual August freaking excitement, man. Because guess what? There ain't nothing but potential on the horizon. Yeah, why so, not? So why not be, be, be excited? What else are you going to do? Exactly. You're in Alaska? Exactly. I mean, yeah. you know, not for nothing, but. Yeah. What, are you going to call in and do another Macho Man thing? <laughs> just get excited, dude. Just get excited, man. Those are the two things that you do. You know? And stay warm. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Holy oh! shit. Oh! 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 shit. Big Bass Raiders been uh been hanging out in the on the sidelines for the in the chat right here and Whoa! just said One Nation Foundation wins tonight. Raiders win every week this season. Let's F and go. Raiders with a $250 donation to the One Nation Foundation. Holy cow. Oh my gosh. Wes. Oh. That is in freaking sane. It's insane. We've had we've these I you know what? I love it. You guys must be competitive because they outdoing each other. <laughs> They're all big Trayvon Merrick guys. <laughs> They're all huge Merrick guys. Oh my gosh. So there's the Merrick jersey wearing number 25 there. And out of zero. As uh, to that number, as uh, as Big Bass drops two hundred and fifty dollars to the One Nation Foundation, my gosh, that is incredibly kind, uh, Big Bass Raider, and thank you so very, very much. That is absolutely uh, insane, and I, I feel like I could just repeat myself all over again for what I said about Big Shane, what I said about Aaron the Q Dog Raider, and now what I'm getting ready to say about Big Bass Raider. I'll tell you what, I'll, I will tell you this before we jump into this next segment. Um, 100% of this money that we raise, as you know, goes through our foundation. As you know, we're going to give it to the Bolitnikoff Foundation. And the Bolitnikoff support a place called the Bolitnikoff Center of Hope, which offers sanctuary and rehabilitative services for young women that are at risk of domestic violence and substance abuse. And so we've seen the stories. Um, when you attend the dinner, um, they play footage from the young women that attend the facility. Um, they'll have them come and speak to the, to the, to the uh, audience there. And um, it's very real. Um, this is uh, this facility is in Northern California, and it uh, was done and built in honor of uh, Tracy Bolitnikoff, who was taken from us way too soon in 1999 um, due to those uh, horrific things. And so this is a beautifully um, constructed foundation and organization. And so that's where your money goes. And it's going to go and, and, and support those young women as they, you know, rekindle their lives after, after suffering through um, major, major challenges uh, internal and externally. So just know that's where it goes. And yeah. we're silly and like to get all fired up by Raiders football around here. Um, yeah. But when, 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 we, when we have these kinds of nights and we, your generosity is every week. But when we have nights like tonight where the, where the money just goes nuts, I just yeah. really want you guys to know that, that that's where it's going. Um, there ain't nobody buying tickets with it. And, and, that's not to, nope. and that's not to vilify anybody that wants to make money with their podcast and side hustle and whatever that receives no judgment from us. Um, thankfully, we're in a position here in the fan cave that, um, you know, we're okay in that area of our lives. And this is something that we just kind of do for fun. Yeah, it's a hobby, man. It's a hobby. And so we, we chose to give it all away. And so, but that's where your money's going to go. And so I just yep. can't, I, it just. Yep. And Tida, and Tida Raider says, let me break the bank here with a $10 donation hey, right here. You know what, you though, know, Tida Raider, if hey, everybody gave $10, we'd set records. Hey, and you know what? And so, and I'll say this, OG Daniel won the Renfro signed helmet 
helmet on Fanny Night where we raised fifteen hundred dollars. He had a twenty dollar donation. Twenty dollar donation. You know, and so then but Aaron the Q Dog Raider is now matched 50. with another fifty bucks, so that puts him at two hundred and fifty bucks for the night. So Capo. I mean, holy Gosh, cow, dude. we've got we've got three people uh, with two hundred bucks or more in there. I mean, this is this is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Thank you so. Oh, Miss Ebony Graves with another ten dollars yes. donation. Thank you, Miss Ebony Graves. That is uh, incredibly, incredibly kind. And Aaron, a Q Dog Raider man. I uh, I can't wait to hug your neck when you're in town. Yeah. Uh, here in just uh, just a little bit. Oh, he said he corrected you. It's two hundred fifty one, Jeff. Absolutely. <laughs> right on, man. That's awesome. Thank you guys so very, very much. And uh, yeah, and uh, again, that's it's going to an amazing place. And and if you can be in Vegas uh, on December sixteenth. Uh, and attend the dinner. You can. It's a. It's open to the public. You can, anybody can go, and uh, and we'll be uh, glad to stand on stage. Unfortunately, Uncle Mosh won't be able to make it this year, being that close to Christmas. But Swag Jeff and myself and and our ladies will be there. My cousin Sonny is going to come out and uh, and come up on stage with us to present the check. And so we cannot wait to hand the Blitnikoffs that money. And thank you so very very much uh, for your generosity. Just absolutely. Um, it's just, it's mind blowing when, when, when this happens. Um, all right, let's get to, uh, back into the stories here. Let's go to camp and let's, um, so the Raiders this week are practicing with the Patriots. We mentioned that top of the show on the practicing all week with the Patriots before the preseason game this Friday. And this is really cool. So look, I know Bill Belichick isn't much for soundbite, but this is kind of neat. So he's got a couple things here that I thought were worthy of sharing. Number one, he talks about, uh, the Raiders new facilities. You look around facilities like this, and, and, and then oh, you have oh, to Man, this is magnificent. <laughs> been a lot of good facilities. There have been some amazing college facilities, but I don't put this up there against any of them. This is, this, I mean, forget about the amenities. It was just the fields, the weight room, the offices, the indoor facility, the proximity, the ease of everything. Um, yeah, this is, this is. As good as any I've seen, better than any I've seen. Not as good. It's better than anything I've seen. So it's it's, it's outstanding. It's great. it's great for us to be able to work here. It's you know ideal working conditions. So we'll walk right in off the field, lift, you know, get um, refueled and hydrate, and all their you know their uh, they've got stations right there in the weight room. So it's it's set up good. We're only you know mile away, whatever it is. So it's an easy transition from. Getting dressed, getting taped, getting ready to go, come over here, get off the bus, get ready to practice. So that's great. All right, so there is. So you don't, you don't, get, you don't catch a lot of freaking like uh, high praise from Bill Belichick there. No, um, but, no, and he just kind of sounds like just a guy, like like an old, like a dad, like looking at like something that he's just built. Like oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. That's, that's he's talking about nice. like paintbrushes at home yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's nice. That's a nice one that's there. Nice. That's that's there's a lot of bristles on that one. Um, <laughs> so so this is funny. So William Holcomb in the chat says they're not practicing, they're dominating, and all the word out of these joint practices that started today is that <laughs> Greg says that's Bill's infomercial. Um, all the all the word out of these practices is that the Raiders have wrecked. The Patriots today. I've heard and, that. And I've got a very interesting tweet thread for you. This comes uh, from Greg A. Bettered, who is a reporter for the Boston Sports Journal. So this is a Patriots guy that's telling you this stuff, okay? So he has on, on this list of tweets. Check this out. This is what he writes. Raiders have completely dominated both sides of the, of the ball. The first three Patriots snaps in team resulted in stuff, stuff, Sack. Jones, 
you're talking about Mac Jones, went five of nine in seven-on-seven drills. The Henry reception was the only one downfield. Offense looks deflated coming off. Carr, on the other hand, slices up the Pats in seven-on-seven. Devontae Adams is unfair. (laughs) Then his next tweet says this, but it got worse. The worst offensive practice of camp, Mac Jones is picked off to end the awful two-minute. He was pissed and paced the sidelines after. No way. Yeah, I wonder who got him. Yeah, they, I was about to say, I wonder, they, yeah. They didn't put it in there uh, who got him. Wow. Run defense was the only positive. Pass defense carved up by Carr, Adams, and Renfro, and there wasn't even Darren Waller. Holy cow. <laughs> Dude. Holy cow. That I know it's practice. I get it. But look, it ain't like a Bill Belichick team that traveled across the country to come practice with you isn't well prepared. Yeah. And and it's not like, oh, they got him on this one and oh, there's been some flashes. Like, no, we dominated them today. Yep. Car carved them up. Yep. Dude. Yep. Let's get let's F and go. Yep. Let's yeah. Yeah. Go. Would you rather have Derek Carr and his practice that he's had this offseason or Tom Brady, who's been kind of MIA at his? Yeah. You know, I, I hate to keep bringing that other thing back up or whatever, but you know, I mean, dude, come on, man. This is about to be I mean, freaking electric. I mean, Devontae Adams is unfair. I love that. (laughs) We need to keep using that. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's unreal. I mean, it's because it's so true. It's so true, man. Holy cow. Absolutely. So, so awesome, man. Uh, All right. Can't wait for that. uh, uh, David uh, Kellenberger in the chat says, Jayon Brown got two picks today. Oh, good. Okay. Yes. See, that's what we wanted. That's what we've been talking about. When was the last time we had a a nosebacker, a a linebacker with a nose for the football? And I had to go back to Kurt Morrison to lay in my memory banks to think of somebody that actually got interceptions. But that's why they brought J.M. Brown in was to play coverages, man. Yep. That's money, dude. Yep, it's amazing. That's money. Hey, so, and we don't have this really on the rundown or anything like that. and uh, But... Because uh, we're gonna kind of going into practices and stuff this week, but uh, but real quick, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the the uh, the Dolphins game. Uh, yeah, yeah, do so, it, man. Yeah, do it. Well, so you know, I mean, I I, I hate that I hate that we saw uh, Kenyon Drake get cut, but you know, he didn't honestly, he didn't really look that great. No, and they were you know, clearly showcasing him. They, yeah, I think they were too. Yeah. And he didn't show out very good, and that's probably why we didn't get a trade partner with him, you know, because of that. But, uh, but and there's I, and, 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 and we've heard a lot of that. And I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, there, you're but good. I just, just want to throw this nugget in there. There's been a lot of talk about people like, oh, we should have got something for him. Well, look, aging running backs with a high price tag that don't play all that great in preseason games. There's not a lot of value in there. It ain't like you're, yeah. you know what I mean? When you can go yeah. and draft some rookie in the fifth round yep. that'll come out and ball out for you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, and then with, you know, with the amazing success that Amir Abdullah's had this, uh, this preseason, he's, I mean, he's, he's just, baller, he, he's going to, yeah, he's going to do really, really big things for us this year. A nice uh, compliment to Jacobs and Zeus and all that stuff. And I hope we get to keep Britton Brown and stuff like that too. He may be a practice squad kind I think of guy, so. yeah. whatever, but, but he's, but he's, I mean, a seventh round pick out of that guy, you know, and he's, he's kind of showed up clutch for sure but i want to give respect to jonathan abram dude he's played great he's played really really good and i know that's an unpopular thing to say uh you know especially with aaron and stuff like that you know and i get it you know i mean he, he has not done 
the things that he should be doing these last few years. He has more hits on the TV prompter <laughs> thing that he hit than yeah. you know than than actually making tackles or or pass deflections or anything like that. But like the way that they are using him, I mean, bringing him up and I mean, like he had like five pressures or something like that over the last couple weeks. Like bringing him in and he soars in there and he's either knocking the quarterback down or you know forcing an incompletion or whatever. Like this is what we want this guy to do. I mean, uh, absolutely. It's, it's unbelievable. And, well, and you know what's funny is that, like, and, and here's the thing that I don't understand about, about and I'm not piling on Gruden here, but I'm just going to ask a question. I don't understand why, as a coach, you wouldn't take, I, 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 I never will, whether it's Gruden or anybody else, I'll just say that. Why are you so rigid in your quote system or your approach that you're not willing to adapt to the talent that you have in the building? And when we hear stories about, you know, Darren Waller not having a plan in the red zone, right? As, as, as a for instance. Um, I don't understand that, Jeff. I don't understand why you wouldn't be more flexible to be able to try to take advantage of those of those play- and so and Abram is a great example of that on the other side of the ball. Like we know what he does well. So don't try to put him in this box of coverage. Mm-hmm. Let him play around the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Let him be a you know what I mean? Let him be a yeah. your, your third linebacker effectively or whatever. Play that like mm-hmm. that hybrid safety linebacker thing where he doesn't have to worry about covering even running back. Sure. Where he can just nose around for the football. Like that's what he does great. So why why would you try to like reinvent who he is? Or like when they would take like you would see coaches that would take quarterbacks that were like brilliant athletes, right? They were like great with their feet and extending the pocket and all that. And they want to turn them into these like pocket passers. Right. Why would you do that? Yeah. Why did you draft let the him. guy to begin with? Just let that. Why don't you be creative coach yeah. and come up with a system let that will complement what they do well. Let like, him cook, man. Yeah, dude. You so know, for I, sure. And you know what? And I think, I think that Jonathan Abram, I think he needs to have success early in a game, get his confidence going, and then he makes plays all over the field. So, I mean, he has these great, you know, quarterback rushes and and all that stuff and knockdowns and all that. And then look what he did. He forced that amazing incompletion against, I don't remember which Dolphin wide receiver it was, or, or maybe it was Gasecki. Yeah, th- he came I and punched the ball loose. Yeah, yeah, punched the ball right there and forced an incompletion and stuff like that. Like, I mean, that's what we want to see. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Great point, Swaggo. Yeah, good stuff there. Good stuff. All right, so... While Bill Belichick is in the building, um, I love it, man, when people that are, you know, quote, rivals, whether it's Belichick or uh, we heard a few weeks ago it was Jerry Jones, people that we typically don't care for around here is Raider Nation, but they give reverence to the Maverick. And so I will always highlight it if they do. And check this out, what Bill Belichick's comments were about the great Alan Davis. But, you know, I spent a day, you know, with him uh... – when I interviewed in uh, Oakland in, uh, what was it, 90, 98, after, after the 98 season. And um, you know, spent a lot of time with uh, Mr. Davis, and, and we've had a good relationship through the years. You know, did some did some deals, you know, the Burgess deal, the Moss deal. The, so, and those weren't like five-minute conversations. They were multiple weeks, maybe even months. Um, but yeah, ton of respect for um, Mr. Davis. Everything he's meant to the National Football League and NAFL. You know, he's one of the early founders, and um, what he's done for professional football, um, he's done for um, you know to bring equality and, and opportunity to to so many, and you know his championship level of performance and the standard that he 
set for himself and his teams in the organization um, are historical. And it's tremendous. It's a tremendous man. And it was, a, it was a huge influence on professional football. I'm sure the game would be a lot different if it wasn't for him. Different today than if it wasn't for him. So, you know, I think we're all indebted for what he's done to, to help this game. And certainly as a coach and as a, you know, professional in the game, um, yeah, and he's, to me, he's one of the, one of the Mount Rushmore guys. I love that. The Aaron Dukudak Raider says Belichick referred to Al as Mr. Davis is appropriate. Can't you feel the raw enthusiasm in his dull voice? <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> kidding, that. right? Yeah. Uh, no one uh, is more uh, uh, inflectious. Is that a word? Inflective? Has more inflection? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, All right. That, yeah, I think that's then, right. Uh, then uh, Captain Monotone there, Bill Belichick. All right, uh, next up. So speaking of these joint practices, let's check in with, uh, with the current captain and leader of the Raiders, Derek Carr, as he talks about the value of joint practices. Yeah, joint, joint practices, um, people show, they, they show more stuff. You know, it's not as vanilla um, you know, for everyone to see, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so I think that's something I've always loved about it. Um, and and when, you, when you practice against, you know, two coaches that know each other too, I mean, the guys are keeping each other safe, all that kind of stuff. So you're getting full speed to impact, you know. And so you, you know who won the rep and who, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I just, I just love the, the different looks you get. It's a different defense. It's a different... Uh, you know, philosophy, all those, all those kind of things. Situations come up, and um, you know, I think that you can get a, a lot accomplished rather than just you know, fourteen or fifteen, you know, snaps in a preseason game. All right, there we go. And I think that's an, an incredibly salient point there from Carr. That yeah, you don't want to see these guys taking live fire in preseason. Um, you want to do it in the joint practices where. Um, you know, th- basically, like he said, they're, they're full speed up to contact, up to impact. Sure. And so th- they have full control over what's going on. So you're getting live reps, but you're not at risk of, of, of hurting the player. And so I don't think we're going to see Derek this next week. I mean, we're no. go- I'm going to the way to Vegas to go watch the Raiders. I don't expect to see anybody that's going to be starting week one, at least of our you know, main skill players. I don't expect to if see we a haven't single seen one him yet. Them. We ain't going to see him. I don't think so. Yeah. I, don't th- I think this is where they're getting their reps. Is, uh, is, is here in the joint practices. All right, let's check in with Derek one more time as he talks about the theme of this uh, offseason, uh, Josh McDaniels and his attention to detail. Being vocal, having those hard conversations um, that aren't always fun, but I'm definitely having them with guys and just keep pushing because I, I'm just at a place in my life where, you know, I, we've been close, you know, on some good, talented teams, but that's just not enough. It's the details that cost us at the end of the Bengals game. It's the details that cost us at the end of certain games. And, um, you know, going forward, I'm just trying my best to keep pushing our guys, myself included, to make sure that we are so locked in and honed in on that. And if we screw it up, okay, do it again after practice. Okay, you screw it up, it's okay. Watch it again in the film until you really get it. You know what I mean? And so just pushing guys to do that um, really during training camps when it started, especially after learning the new offense. I love it, man. Attention to detail. That's yep. we've, we've heard that over and over and over again. Yep. And uh, and you know when you're talking about uh, an offense and the, and, and the the 
I don't know, the potential for it. I mean, you got to have those kind of details. But every coach kind of tells you that. It's a little bit of a of, of coach and player speak there. Yeah, sure. But, uh, but I, I wanted to play it because I like the repetition of it. I like the fact that this is what the Raiders are focusing on, and this is what they're they're drilling here uh, in the offseason. All right, so appreciate you, Raider Nation. Um, appreciate all the amazing donations that have come in. Uh, we've got a really, really, I mean, we're, we're close to hitting another milestone here tonight, and keep it coming. In the meantime, speaking of money, I do want to throw one last thing at you before we jump into the sea of fans mailbag um you remember you probably don't remember swag jeff but do you remember raider nation once upon a time leading up to the announcement of the raiders moving to vegas there was a handful of youtubers slash podcasters content creators i don't think any of them are around anymore but they got decent followings one of them was on the cover of sports illustrated for crying out loud wow and used to profess about how mark davis was in over his head he didn't have the, and I'm using this term exactly, the business acumen, the quote for those of you that are on the audio podcast, the quote business acumen to be able to run the franchise. Railed against Mark Davis over and over and over again. Told you that they were never going to move to Vegas. Told you that Oakland was going to win lawsuits against his team. Basically just a bunch of bullshit that was spouted off. And one of the, frankly, one of the reasons that I chose to name this show, Sonny and I both chose to name this show Raiders Fan Radio, is that we wanted you to know that we're fans and our opinions are nowhere elevated above your own. Everybody in the chat room, everybody in our listening audience, we are all on the equal playing field. I'm not a journalist. I'm not an analyst. I'm not a former player. None of us are. We're just fans of this freaking football team. And so because other fans at the time were listening to these voices and taking them as fact and taking them as like that there was merit behind it, when in all actuality it was all bullshit because they're just fans too. They're reading the same articles you are. They're listening to the same podcast. They're watching the same TV shows. So they don't know anything more than you do. So all those people back then that we had interactions with, not always positive, Here's what I'll say to you. All that criticism that the Raiders took back then from all those fools. Now, according to Forbes, the Raiders are worth $5.1 billion. That's good enough to be the ninth most valuable franchise in the NFL. That's a 49% jump from last year. $5.1 billion. This team used to be 31st in the NFL. And now we are number nine in the top 10 of all of the NFL. Now tell me how Mark Davis can't run a football franchise. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is. <laughs> Look wow. at this. Coming out of break. Wow. Coming out of the break right here. Pineapple, uh, who already had $20 donation, drops another hundo. Says another great show, guys. So, hey, we, we've hit a really fun milestone. So, k- keep it coming, oh, man. Let's keep doing let's the damn go. thing, bro. 
Let's F and go. Thank you, Pineapple. Thank you so very, very much. Pineapple's won a couple of things, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm pretty sure. So Pineapple, our, our, our buddy, is, is, is in Hawaii, hence the name Pineapple. And um, he, uh, yeah, he's caught a couple of, uh, of items here, uh, giveaways from the fan cave. Because I, I remember, because <laughs> he's the most expensive one to send stuff to. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember him. Uh, but yes, we appreciate you, Pineapple. Thank you so very, very much for that $100 donation. That is incredible. Incredibly, incredibly kind. And of course, all supports the One Nation Foundation. And just in case you needed a reminder, everything that we're uh, bidding on tonight, all those uh, $10 donations that equal one poker chip that we will draw for is all for that Trayvon Merrig autographed road jersey right there. And it's a good one, I'm telling you. Like, again, we would never se- uh, send you anything that was, that was you know, wonky or, or, or ill quality. But sometimes you can just tell when these things are really, really well put together. And that one is freaking top notch, man. So I uh, appreciate you. All right. So there's a couple different ways you can contact the show. Actually, a few different ways. Uh, the best way is to email or phone, uh, or leave us a, a voice message or, of course, participate in the chat. We love your, you know, when I get a chance, I, I'll read. You know, we have we have multiple Instagrams. We have like a Raiders Fan Radio Instagram. And then the, some of the guys got personal stuff. Um, I've got a Facebook page. Raiders Fan Radio has a Facebook page. Merch Fan Cave has a Facebook page. Um, the One Nation Foundation has a Facebook page. So, like, it's tough for us to keep up with all the different places to message. Same thing with Twitter. We got both have personal Twitters, then we have the show Twitter. Foundation has a Twitter. So, like, if you want to get us a message, the surefire way to make sure we're going to get it is to email us at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. That incredibly inventive email address is S-H-O-W <laughs> at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or you can call us at 909-345-3346. So uh, we're going to kick off the emails tonight. I've got the first one, and I'm going to read that, and then uh, we're going to turn it over to Jeff for the other email of the night. Uh, and so first off, we've got our buddy Raider Shank, uh, who's up there in Canada. He says, hello, RFR Nation, and of course, Murph, Mosh, and Swago. I'm starting off my email this week with the fact I can say the word ass. I nice. know I'm normally 14, but I can, if I can say ass around my parents without them giving a response, I think I can say it in a full sentence. For example, <laughs> when Kermit is running like a little, um, <laughs> like a Muppet up and down the field looking for Juju, who would be challenging Jackson Mahomes to a renegade dance battle on the sidelines? Mad Max would be hunting him down, just like Andy Reid trying to hunt down America's largest burger, <laughs> and he would ram his ass into the ground. Next, let's talk about the calls. Damn it, why are these people so funny? I was trying to win the Sizzler. Raider karaoke kid and me dying with his Raider-born Rico song. Houston Raider Steve said the phrase of the year. I won't say it because I'm 14, and that's actually something I can't say. (laughs) Man, these people are so creative, and they always come up with some of the best emails of the week and calls of the week. Now for the Dolphins game. A little closer than I wanted it to be, but the Raiders were still able to cut off the fins of the Dolphins. I think that Leatherwood is terrible, and we need to sign Daryl Williams to fill in that void at right tackle. I don't understand why we haven't signed him yet, but hopefully we do. The refs surprisingly weren't just giving us BS penalties, but it seemed like they gave the Dolphins more penalties than they gave us. Now I'm getting hungry, so let's talk about snacks. Or no, let's talk about Andy Reid eating snacks. He's going to have to eat, have every single type of cake this season. Uh, vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, Oreo, Reese, cheesecake, carrot cake, and if it exists, mac and cheesecake. He also <laughs> needs to have that gravy being the first class sommelier that he is. The Doritos, Cheetos, and pizza are also essential to attain that next level of fat. <laughs> fat. <laughs> so funny. Um, uh, what, what, what is that? Uh, is it a hangover? When, uh, when Dr. Ken goes, it's funny because he's fat. <laughs> 
There's funny fat guy fall. That's what it reminds me of. All right, now I'd like to do something that's probably never been done before on the show. Recreate Mahomes in the pocket. I'd send a video, but I wouldn't send it due to length. And I don't have a phone number either, so I'll just write it out. Here it is. Mosh, when you read this, could you use your most baby? I don't know what he's going on here. Okay, so he does this whole thing about, about, oh, me, look at me. I'm Kermit. I run like a toddler. I have the crappiest relatives you'll ever meet. (laughs) Tyreek, are you there? Oh, uh, anyways, he goes on uh, from there. <laughs> Tyree, can you hear me? Yeah, that, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for the save there, Swag Jeff. Perfect. Before I close out my email, I'd like to thank Russell Wilson. As much as we all hate the Let's Ride comment, I've modified it to make it more Raider appropriate. Okay, so last week we asked for your rebuttals to the Let's Ride. Oh, okay, what, good. What could we come up with to, to, to counter the Let's Ride movement that's going on? Um, I've modified it to make it more Raider appropriate, so here it is. Raider Nation, let's whoop some ass. Nice. <laughs> nice. Take care, Nation. Raider Shank, proud made man, proud owner of a nickname that means to stab someone, and hopeful for Rookie of the Year 2023 fannies. P.S. And school is starting for me soon. I won't be in the chat room as much. Just an FYI. Nice. Uh, thanks up there, Raider Shank. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, we appreciate you, my friend. That is awesome. All right. Fat. What, you just tease us for that? The fat of the week. You look like melted ice cream. Oh, I can actually hear you getting fatter. Santi's fat! Who's fat? Too fat. Big fat fatty. (laughs) (laughs) And now to Swag Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, (laughs) you jackass. Sorry. You know, I love Uh, you. Yeah, you do. Uh, Good evening, RFR family. Hope you're all well. 19 days, everybody. It's only 19 days till we take L.A. in week one. It's taken forever to get here, but it's not too long to go now. Another preseason game has been ticked off, and it's another late finish for me against Miami, and I had uh, had a head like a blind cobbler's thumb the next day, but it was worth it to see the boys in action again. I have to say I'm actually enjoying the preseason. It's not just the fact that we're 3-0, but because after 40-plus years watching this wonderful game, I'm still learning new things all the time. Styles of play, coaching, and the way we are evolving into this new way of performing. It's refreshing. The new coaching staff has uh, are utilizing the players effectively. Uh, the process seems well thought out, and we're ironing out the rough spots in a calm, meth- methodological way. Obviously, the ups and downs continue. I believe the positives are outweighing the negatives. The players in these games are like the stars in the sky, some shining brighter than others, and they have been given the opportunity to make mistakes and learn. That being said, I was a little more angry than usual at some of the O-line. I was reassured after watching Scott and Murph on their post-game show, though, calm rationality winning the day, although Scott did look like he'd been filling the swear jar. Uh, I'm still going to bang the drum of getting experienced help on the O-line, but there's still time for it, and there's still time for it yet. It's becoming more and more obvious that we need some help in there. Mentioning, uh, mentioning no names, but seeing an offensive lineman bullied more than once without raising his arms is very unnerving, and that's something a high school coach wouldn't tolerate. Also, after years of waiting to see a turnover taken to the house, it, it wasn't good of the referees to screw us over. We had an 85-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown that had they not blown the call prematurely. Thanks, folks. Start as you mean, start as you mean to go on. This week will be really interesting with more roster cuts on Tuesday. As I type, Nick Mullins has gone to the Vikings. Linebacker Tay Davis has been signed, and Kenyon Drake looks for his uh, looks like his days are numbered. And 
the numbers are at zero now. Uh, <laughs> all that, and the Patriots are, are in town for practice sessions in game four. Back on show 255, the caller in the 775 brought up the uh, subject of superstitions. I've been known to follow certain routines during sporting winning streaks, and it reminded me of something recently. An hour before the Week 15 Cleveland game last season, I ate some garlic chicken, garlic bread, and a salad. By chance for the Denver game the following week, I ate the same. Of course, we won both games, so uh, so it followed that I had to have the same meal again for the rest of the regular season. It was clearly uh, it was clearly the difference that needed to be made, and it was down uh, and it was down to what I ate that took us into the playoffs. Nothing more to do uh, with what happened on the field. I know it has to be true because I didn't eat the same meal before the Bengals' defeat. So that was my fault, and I'd like to apologize to Raider Nation for the lapse. I had to change my menu, though, because it's very it's way too much garlic, and I was starting to smell like a Frenchman's armpit. <laughs> <laughs> I've made plans for the meal on opening day uh, this season already, so we'll be okay. Elsewhere, I'm making early runs for Idiot of the Year. Uh, an early run for Idiots of the Year are the morons at PFF. Failing to have DC on their top 10 projected passing yard list is the work of a three-year-old with a crayon. I get to uh, I get some of the names on there, but not having Derek Carr is crazy. The guy averaged forty two hundred plus yards over the last four years, forty eight oh four last year, um, and this year. And look at this year's weapons. Such a lack of understanding and respect. And respect. Please pin the list on the wall of the locker room for all to see. There will be no need for any or motivational speak this year. And finally, finally. 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 Uh, in the land of their... Finally. Finally. <laughs> finally. Finally. In the land of there's always something going on with the Raiders, it appears we would have had Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski after all. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> Things are happening for a reason at the Raiders. Brady didn't come. Gronkowski didn't come. Gruden got fired, etc. Let's stay focused on who we are and what we've got. Don't waste our energy on what might have been. Because that stuff just doesn't matter. It just doesn't it, matter. It, I don't it, have that one handy. No, it's okay. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019 and 2022, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRC Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man, five-time, 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 plus one, plus one, plus one, winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Oh, Paul, you're the best. Of course he is. Paul. 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 I'm Paul. Sure. Sure, they're terrific athletes. But it doesn't matter. Do you know that they use the most sophisticated training methods from the Soviet Union, East and West Germany, and the newest Olympic power, Trinidad Tobago? But it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. <laughs> That's the best. So good. The legend Bill Murray. All right, just doesn't matter. But what does matter is when you call the show. And you Hell can, yeah, it matters. Hey, that's a segue. That's what us pros do around here. Um, you can... <laughs>
You know crickets? There we go. That's what us non-terrestrial radio people do. How about hitting the post? Hit the post? Yeah, hit the post. What post? You know what the post is? The ghost of the post? No, ask your dad about what hitting the post is. For those of you that don't know, Jeff's dad is a for real, real, yes, a real, real DJ. And yeah. real, not DJ, a real, real radio guy. Um, the host of the number one morning show for crying out loud around here. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, hitting the post. That's when uh, in the old days, I'm going on a, I'm going to go on a divergent path. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to, all right, let's move on. Let's get to the calls. I'm running out of time. My life is Thank running you. out of lifespan so next up let's uh let's kick off the calls with the man that we call the capo because every crew needs a captain and uh so he's the leader of the made men and he is aaron the q dog raider greetings i'm eric particularly marsh on the bar sunny i thought you were silver big range trucker moto for women universe speaks ramon the mean king swag jeff wild raider splatterhead shut the can for the inebra nation ron the maid raider nation now gratitude goes off first and foremost to uh uh don murph who is commemorating surely uh, the birthday of uh, uh, Kobe Bean Bryant, um, gone too soon. But moving forward, by now we all, uh, we've probably heard about Dana White and how he put out the story that the Raiders were on the verge of signing both Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. Now, since the deal never got done, I really have no reason to care. Who cares? Now, a lot of QBs head into the 2022 season uh, with heavy expectations, but for Hall of Fame wide receiver, NFL analyst Michael Playmaker Irvin says that there's one particular quarterback heading into this season um, that has more pressure on him than anybody else. He, while appearing on first take, Irvin declared that the Las Vegas Raiders quarterback, Derek Carr, is under the most pressure. He cited former um, head coach John Gruden making that decision, yes, the one that I already mentioned, about taking D.C. 4 over the prospects of taking on a TV 12 as part of the reason why that there's going to be added person on this cat. I mean, there's no more excuse for you, Urban declared. You have to show up right now. DC4 was just, oh, I guess he has um, only two winning seasons and is only 57 or 70 as a starter. That's 57 up with 70 losses. Now, given the arms races that's just escalated in the AFC West, um, some people, such as Cowherd, like this guy, are speculating that DC4 and the Raiders are going to finish at the bottom of the pile. I beg the difference. Now, moving forward, is DC4 under the most pressure in the NFL, or is Michael or <laughs> Michael Irvin, and big Raiders trucker for that matter, wrong about it? Now, the Raiders moved to 3-0 this month after their 15-13 victory over the fans on Saturday. And now they have a chance to be the NFL's only 4-0 preseason team. Now, you can get that in 50 cents, and you can buy you a cup of coffee at your Dunkin' Donuts. But moving forward, I mean, think about this for a second. Before the team sits, you know, upon the iron throne, so to say, just to be topical, um, head coach Josh uh, Daniels and GM Dave Ziegler, they've got some decisions to make, especially by today, which is cut-down day, about how they're going to round out this particular season's team. Now, they're all winners and losers from this past weekend's games. And let's go ahead and start off with an unlikely winner, Jonathan Abram. Now, Abram hasn't you know, lived up to the number 24 jersey so much, but he posted 89.7 overall PFF grade that ranked him third among all safeties this past week. Now, coverage has always been uh, an issue for the hard-hitting defensive back, and it's a weakness, but he put together a strong performance against the Dolphins with a 78.6 coverage and grade. I mean, this guy was breaking up passes, and he even had a 39.6 passer rated whenever 
Those figures were tied up with seven highest for the particular week in the entire league and tied for second most and tied for the second lowest, respectively, at his position for the week with a minimum of one target per game. Now, defensive coordinator Patrick Graham might have, you know, some newfound confidence in Abram. The jury is still out with the fan base, however. But consider this. Um, the fourth-year pro mixed in two pressures as a pass rusher on three rushes, which is something, you know, that, that Graham, you know, could probably use moving forward. And one of Abram's strong suits says he wants to play in the box. Loser. Alex Leatherwood. Now, this week is – I guess it was Leatherwood's turn to deliver another poor performance, allowing five pressures, one sack, and one QB hit, and three hurries. Um, with an 88.5 pass blocking efficiency rating, that was the fourth lowest amongst offensive tackles for the week. That brings his pressure count to a total of eight, and an efficiency rating down to 92.2 for the month. Tied for the second lowest and the 12th worst out of all qualifying 196 tackles during the preseason. Granted, the Extra games, I mean, you know, that may factor into the total number since he played an extra game in the Hall of Fame game, but honestly, we want more out of this number one pick. Also, the competition he's been facing hasn't exactly been the elite of the elite. Now, to Leatherwood's credit, he did turn in a solid run-blocking grade of 71.1, but pass protection has always been his biggest issue, and that seems to be changing. You know, it ain't going to change anytime soon. Another winner, Tayshawn Bauer. Now, Dow was arguably the most uh, active defender on the field for the Silver and Black. The former Patriot and Viking earned an 80.5 run defense grade from PFF, which ranks him fifth amongst edge defenders for the week. He led the position with four run stops, and for someone who's fighting for a roster spot, I mean, you can't, you know, ask for much more of a better outing, especially with the unfortunate news about Jordan Jenkins' injury. Dow is proving that, you know, the team can rely on this guy in a pinch, Based on his preseason performance so far, loser, Sam Webb. Heading into the weekend, I had a lot of hope for Webb. I mean, the undrafted free agent quarterback struggled to force incompletions in one-on-one matchups. He ended up drawing uh, six targets and surrendered five completions out of those targets for 83 yards and three first downs. Again, it wasn't, you know, completely a miserable outing, but we need more out of this particular person if he wants to make the 53. Winner. Jared Stidham. Truth be told, Stidham primarily lands on the winner's list based upon the transaction news from earlier on Monday when Nick Mullins was unceremoniously traded to the Vikings for a conditional seventh-round pick. And all these seventh-round picks, I hope we're going to package that for a draft for somebody else to help along. The off- oh. Uh-oh. That's in the past two. I guess so Tyrone Gillespie opened up an opportunity yeah. for this cat. But his tackling has become an issue. The former Trojan had two missed tackles on five opportunities against the Fens, and that's coming off a week where he whipped on his only chance at a particular tackle. Now, that brings his total to three misses on 46 defensive snaps in the past two weeks, which is not ideal for somebody trying to find a roster spot. Winner, Mac Hollins. Now, wide receiver Mac Hollins is emerging as my wide receiver number three and soon to be yours. At six foot four, two hundred and twenty one pounds, Hollins is a welcome red zone target. I mean, he's only twenty eight years old and already possesses a ring in his rookie season from the Eagles. Let's bring that leadership and veteran, you know, stick to it in this to the sidelines for the silver and black. And speaking of which, silver lions. The Raiders valuation as a sports franchise has now risen to five point one billion. Yes, 
billion with a B since Mark Davis moved the team from the town to Sin City. The Raiders went from the 31st out of 32nd value team in the league to currently being at number nine. That's right, top ten, baby, the hit list. Running back, Kenyon Drake, quarterback, Nick Mullen, linebacker, Kenny Young, Yakub Tlaib, Jackson Mahomes, Roger Goodell, Daniel Snyder, Jim Rome, Mike Wilbon, Jason Whitlock, insurrectionists, and men that use hot dogs as straws, especially when they suck from the side. That's right. <laughs> Did you see that video? Yes, I saw that video. Talk about it. Just I quickly. Don't, yeah, well, the guy hollowed out a, he hollowed out a hot dog and was drinking his beer out of it. Yeah, would you do that? No, are you kidding me? No. The closest I've ever got is biting off the ends <laughs> stop, of... Just stop. No, 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 no. Biting off the ends of licorice and drinking soda through it at the movie theater. Well, because that's how you... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you have to use the red vines. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, not that's a, legal. Not a glizzy. No. <laughs> I'm not using that. You nasty-ass bastard. (laughs) Who does that? That's so gross. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Here there is Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, man. Always bringing the knowledge. Always. And I cannot wait to see our good friend Aaron uh, coming up next month. All right, let's jump into these calls. We're getting long tonight. We've still got a bunch to give away. Um, First off, so to address the the controversy of the unknown Raider fan versus the anonymous Raider fan here in the fan cave. Okay. uh, Man, to break down the law is Sergeant Joe Friday. This is Sergeant Joe Friday of the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department. It was Wednesday, August 17th. I was in the middle of a 21-hour workday and was just sitting back enjoying a second cup of coffee. On the radio was a weekly show that I usually listen to dedicated to the fandom of the Las Vegas Raiders. As I battled the onset of fatigue, I heard a particular caller who identified himself as an anonymous Raider fan. His diatribe involved a detailed account of the virtues of a gentleman identified as Swag Jeff. This monologue was in direct response to a previous statement made by another contributor who went by the name of Unknown Raider Fan. Between the two messages, it became apparent that the two had become locked in an epic battle over who reigns superior between the co-hosts of the fan cave, Swag Jeff and Uncle Mosh. Since a recent code of conduct had been issued, Article 7, Page 5, Paragraph 3, which stipulates that Mosh can no longer enact physical violence towards Swag Jeff by way of a metal baking sheet, the two combatants have now found a way to continue the battle, using unidentified callers to do their bidding. And since I am not a man of violence myself, I cannot stand behind a hit list, though I do acknowledge its value. But what I do propose is a cage match between anonymous and unknown, with a baking sheet as the only weapon allowed. Let's see who would win and how those results might affect the fan cave. This is Sergeant Joe Friday reminding you that baking sheets should always be protectively locked up, that violence is never acceptable, although complete and utter domination is allowed, <laughs> and that Swag Jeff and Uncle Mosh are both fine individuals, mostly. Until next time, stay safe, go Raiders, and have a nice day. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. He <laughs> goes mostly. That well, was yeah. awesome. Great job from our good friend. Uh, taking a break there from uh, his his uh, his patrol there at the Las Vegas Police Department. Yeah, for sure. Sergeant Joe Friday. All right, next up, a guy we haven't heard from in a hot minute, and I love him. He's always got the the hot takes, as the kids say, on the chat and also on the Twitters. Hear from him quite often there, especially during the season, and I uh, love to hear his calls. This is our good buddy, Storm. Hey, RFR crew. This is Storm. Um, I wanted to call in really to talk about the Dolphins and Raiders game. A lot of great stuff going on there. But the Tom Brady news dropped, and I got to say, man, we messed up. Like, Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. And I know it would have caused a lot of pain in the Raider Nation to see him, but he he would have won double-digit games for us 
would have been all this stuff. And I know that there is something to be said about crying over spilled milk, and I agree, right? I am so excited about where the Raiders are going. That we got Devontae Adams. I have all my little bit of support behind Derek Carr. But at least for the preseason right now as a distraction, you know, for four days, it needs to be said, man, this might be one of the biggest mistakes in Raider history. First year in Vegas for Brady, first year in Vegas for us, a primetime game. We might have won a Super Bowl. I'm not guaranteeing it, but it's a lot to go through. Oh, yeah, I also want to say this, right? If Brady came to the Raiders and you would drop your Raiders fandom, I question your fandom, you know? Raider Nation for life, not until Brady gets here. I don't really believe people when I hear them say that, but just a bunch of nonsense. Anyway, so I thought the Raiders looked good in the Dolphins game. I love the fact that our twos and our starting offensive line beat up the Dolphins once on defense. Looking for a great season. Need to get rid of this Brady nonsense, so big mistake, but it is what it is. No use trying over spilled milk. Love you guys. Go Raiders. All right, there you Storm, man. We love you too, man. And listen, it's a, if we just sat around and agreed with each other, what fun would this be? Like You're exactly right. It's all right to have different opinions, man. And you know what? And I, look, I don't. You heard our take already. So well, I don't. and he's in the majority. I think a lot of people said that they want. You know, looking back on that man, they should have pulled the trigger. They should have made that move. You know, to call that the greatest mistake in Raider history, yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Well, go you that. know, I mean, let's not forget Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's not forget some of these other yeah. things that the Raiders have done and and stuff like that. But you know, but hey, you know. Yeah, we're we're all about, you know, opposing opinions and all that stuff, and we can still hug each other's neck afterwards and stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Because we're all part of Raider Nation, but, you know, yeah, you know, he's he's in the majority. Most people are pissed. Yeah, well, that's true. And and you know what, I, and I will say this, though, and here's where he and I do completely line up on, that, yeah, when we say this thing is for life, that is no joke. And, yeah. like, and if, and if you're backing out of Raider Nation because of a personnel move, then you weren't a fan to begin with. And look, and, and that's not, you know, whatever. People can do with their fandom whatever they choose to do with them, with it. with it. But, like, you know, when, when I hear people say, well, I used to be a fan of, well, then you were never a fan to begin with. Because if you used to be, the, and then I've said it, the, and I'll just briefly before we get to the next call, the only way I cease to be a Raiders fan is if they stop being the Raiders. If they change their name to the Renegades and they start wearing green and yellow, well, then I'm, I don't have any affiliation to the city of Las Vegas. I love Las Vegas, but I'm not from there. Um, I don't have any connection back to the Renegades. So I'm, like, I'll never stop being a Raiders fan. So if the Raiders stop being the Raiders, well, I'll still be a Raiders fan. I'm just not a fan of that new thing, whatever they turn into. You know what I'm saying? Sure, so, like, totally. That's the only reason that I would ever alter my fandom. They can, look, they signed Jerry Rice. This is the guy that punked us on Monday Night Football and scored the touched all-time touchdown record and freaking punked us in the Oakland Coliseum. And then he came and played for us. Like, I mean, seriously, like, we yeah. got over that, you know? So anyways, yeah, hold on to your fandom. Don't let anything intrude upon that based on what the Raiders do on or off the field, like, unless they do something completely egregious. All right, next up, let's check in with our buddy. This is our second-time caller to this guy, Donovan, from this guy, Donovan. Love his call, and uh, let's check in. Hey, what's going on, man? It's Donovan, man. Hey, man, I'm just, just calling in about this Dana White thing, man. I'm not even mad. I don't even care, man. Just the fact that John Gruden kept that motherfucker Oop. I don't even, just the fact that he kept Derek Carr Miss that one. instead of Tom Brady lets me know everything I need to know, man. Do you know why I'm happy that we didn't take Tom Brady? Because that mother called Derek Carr 
led us to the playoffs. We was at six and seven, man. After that Chiefs game, and when Charles Woodson said, everybody on watch, everybody on notice, what happened, man? Derek Carr went on a four-game winning streak, executing a two-minute drill better than any quarterback in the league that year to get us into the playoffs. And you Chargers fans, don't talk. Just win, baby. And it would have been five games in a row if it wasn't for a controversial whistle in his first playoff game. Derek Carr didn't get blown out. No. It came down to the last drop again, and it almost happened, man. And what did he say? Matter of fact, I want y'all to go look at that post-game interview against the Browns, man, that look on Derek Carr's face because he knew what he had to do, man. We went up against four AFC teams that was fighting for playoff position. We was at six and seven, man. And what happened? When both of his targets, his top targets was out, and it was a slot receiver and Zay Jones and Bryant and Deshaun Come on, man. What did Derek Carr do? He got us into the playoffs, man. I don't want, I don't care about Brady and Gronk. If, if Brady would have got hit too hard, he would have been looking at the rest. Throw the flag. Throw the flag. Derek Carr don't complain, man. What did he, what did he have to do to get us into the playoffs, man? Just win, baby. And what, and what happened this offseason? After not having both of his targets for the last four games of the season, we get Devontae Adams, his best friend from they know what's coming, man. They know what's coming, man. Greater Nation. I just want you to just y'all y'all know what we seen in the preseason, man. That defense was disciplined, huh? Oh yeah. They man, they don't understand, man. Hey Josh McDaniels, if you somehow come across this, all that Patriot way BS, oh he couldn't implement the Patriot way, the Patriot Just win, baby. Cause you already you already made that choice coming to the dark side when you told Mark Davis yeah it was a fumble man. <laughs> Mark Davis know what it. Raider Nation man, I can't wait man. I can't wait man. I hey look, I understand just win baby, but it's a commitment to excellence man. Are we committed man? Cause I know we want one Super Bowl, but I want I want two man. Now I want three. Now I want four man. Let's go. I want four. Let's go. I need four. Mark Davis, man, if you come across this for some reason, man. Google Voice. Oh! <laughs> oh, Donovan. Dude, Donovan, call us back. You know what? That call was so good, I'm going to run against the rule book. Because normally, if you get Google Voice, it doesn't count towards your calls to the show. And but that was his second call. Oh no, that counts. That counts, man. That was solid. That was solid. So call us back again, Donovan, and you'll be the newest made man here at Raiders Fan Radio. That was awesome, and we appreciated uh, your call. And I love the passion, man. And it, you know what I mean? Like that to me, that's what defines your, your Raider fandom, right there. Your passion. I don't care if you've been a fan of this team for one day or fifty freaking years. Doesn't matter if you own every jersey in the world or none of them at all. Like what? What's the passion that you bring to this fandom? And Donovan clearly has it there. So we appreciate you, my friend, and call us back. All right, next up, let's check in with our buddy Josh. Hey, Murph, Swag, Um Name's Josh. Been watching your show for a long time. First time ever calling in. I just had to say something. Man, fuck Tom Brady. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Excellent first call. Uh, There we go. There's our buddy Josh. Man, fuck Tom Brady. (laughs) That's 
it. It's so good. It's perfect. <laughs> That's all it needs to be. That's what we tell you. If you never called the show, you don't gotta do it. Look, you ain't I, gotta I, say much. And we love our creative callers, and we love all the the bits you guys do and all that. But man, all you gotta go up and just yell "F Tom Brady," and we good. All right. Yep. <laughs> all right. Next up, let's uh, let's check in with our buddy uh, Jeff. So we had the unknown Raider fan. We had the anonymous Raider fan. Okay. Now we've got the mystery Raider fan. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, this is the uh, mystery Raider fan here to steal the stolen bit. And I'm calling in because all this hype about Swag Jeff and Uncle Moss, really, we should be here for Murph. I mean, it's Murph's fan game. Let's go. Why else are we even tuning into the show? The other two guys, I mean, come on. Swag Jeff, all he does is brag about all his money and swag he has. And True. Then, I mean, Ron, Ryan, what the hell are you doing in the match? <laughs> Get back to coaching football. Come on now. Merce the guy. Go right. Hey. Wow. That might be the best call we've ever had on this show. That's Sizzler. Let's just give it out now. <laughs> Jeff. I don't know who the hell that was or who you paid to do that because the damn sure wasn't you. Actually, no, it wasn't me. But I, and that was 100% <laughs> unsolicited. That's what makes it so amazing. Like, that's incredible. <laughs> that's incredible. Thank you, Mr. Yeah, Raider fan. That's great. That's what we say. Like, our listeners pay attention to the smallest of details around here. Totally. And so, thank you. I think I know who that is because I know the area code that that stuff comes from. Yeah. But I won't. I won't sell it out to who it is. But that's somebody we hear from on the show. Yeah. Well, you know, um, at, the, at the top right there, it said he was he was coming in for a stolen bit. So maybe I thought we were going to have to sign oh, off a code E. Oh, hey. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next up, let's uh, let's go to our buddy who calls himself the northernmost Raider fan. He's our buddy up there. And uh, and not only is he in Alaska, he's in northern Alaska. Of course he is. Yeah, and he's hanging out with his good friend Raider Macho Man Savage. That's our good friend Kill Jadis. Mm-hmm. Can you smell that Raider Nation? That's good cooking on the grill. Who is tuna with cotton? Believe and now real to perfection. Eagle did it. Do you want some? What is that strange smell? What the? What are you doing? I'm going to get some tuna. For what? In celebration of our victory over the Dolphins. Did you see our defense? The run game was non existent and the pass game was impregnable. Yeah, except for our O line was. Did you see Leatherwood? He was getting bodied out there. The dude is a total pansy. But you did you say that it was just preseason? Except for the fact that Leatherwood was going up against us, the Stars for the Dolphins. He did so terrible, he got benched. There was no room for the QBs to breathe. But our running backs were great. Our backs were great. And our receivers were great. Even Abrams did great. Yeah, well, that phony number 24 got lucky with some of this stuff. He could prove that he deserves to wear number 24 when it's the regular season. He should have been shipped off with Leatherwood. Actually, oh, man. I'm so upset about this. We should have shipped off Leatherwood with Mullen. And don't get me started on Drake. Just releasing him without getting anything in return, we could have gotten something in him. Someone would have been interested in him. Oh, boo-hoo. It's just the way things go. Leatherwood is going to be fine. He'll be just like Colton Miller. Just you wait, and his value will be delicious, just like this cooking. <laughs> oh, yeah? Is that cooking? Well, then, let me ask you something. Are my eyes deceiving me, 
or are you barbecuing a whole school of goldfish on the grill? Is 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 that the neighbor's goldfish? Well, the price of a dolphin meat was a little pricey, and you had to ship it from Japan. Well, you can't call it tuna at the store. We went to Costco's yesterday. Well, the Macho Man readers have a shop for for the Fringin, idle belt polish, vintage champagne, and sexy lingerie for the Raider Reds. You have naughty pillow fights with. Oh, yeah. Q-Dog knows what I'm talking about. Jeez. Well, add goldfish to the freaking menu. Or should I say the list? Because you are coming with me to the pet store to get more goldfish. And put them in the neighbor's tank before they get home. Ugh, fine. And throw away the goldfish for God's sake before my wife finds out. Bring on the Patriots as we go 4-0 in the preseason. Oh, yeah. Don't you. Oh, yeah. Me, you piece of <laughs> nice. All right. So what we I didn't know how I didn't know Kiljaeus had a wife. Yeah, she's actually been on his, on his, one of his calls. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, uh, I yeah. wonder what she thinks about Macho Man Raiders. <laughs> I'd be willing to bet she's like way in the other room when he does his call. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully, you just use it for the Raiders fan radio calls, and not for anything else. Oh yeah. <laughs> Snap into a slim chip. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yes, you did. <laughs> All right. All right. So, so tell us what we do at the end of the call. So the, at the end of the call, so uh, so we te- so Uncle Mosh normally picks the best email or caller of the night, and so when he's not here, uh, it falls onto me. So yeah, so, yeah. And so what do we our, call that thing? It's the it's the Sizzler, man. It's the, the best call emailer of the night, whatever. So we started the night with uh, with Raider Shank, who uh, had a great email and uh, tr- and tried his new tagline. This is Raider Nation. Let's whip some ass. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And then we heard from Paul, of course. And then in the voicemails, we hear from Capo, man. And he always he always has amazing takes. We love the Capo and all of all of the an insightful things. I feel like I learned something new yes. every time Aaron 100%. calls. Yes. So, so thank you, uh, thank you, Capo. And then uh, the calls for the night: Sergeant Joe Friday, who uh, who was talking about the anonymous Raider fan and unknown Raider fan both being exposed, and who wins in the fight, uh, a steel cage match with just a pan. No one wins that. No one wins. No that. one wins that. There's no good that can come of that. No, absolutely. So, uh, so Storm <laughs> Storm called in, said he wanted Brady, and calls it the greatest mistake in Raider history. Wow. Uh, Donovan called, said he doesn't care about TB12 or Dana White. He's all in on DC, and he's fired Let's up. Let's go. He, but he got Google voiced. It was an yeah, amazing call, but call. he got Google voiced. So uh, the Mystery Raider fan called in. He's a big-time Murph guy. Uh, that guy's the, probably one of the most loyal and uh, undersold audience members we've ever had. Yeah, no we need kidding. To, we need to start a uh, Mystery Raider fan Mystery like, Raider fan radio? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and kill Jada. This is him talking about how 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 cool it is to listen to my dulcet tones on the air. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I'll send you a script. No, oh, there you go. Perfect. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, kill Jada's called. Said Tuna's on the grill, and he's pumped up about the team minus Alex Leatherwood. Uh, but tonight, the Sizzler is gonna go to a guy. It's the first time he's called. It's the first oh, time he's called, and do it, it was short and sweet. Do it, man. F Tom Brady. I am the Sizzler. Love it. 
Sizzler. 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 So, yeah. So, first time caller, Josh, congratulations, my man. We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today. From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Goodbye, Kenyon Drake. <laughs> Man, Tom Brady. <laughs> That's so going on the board. Then, yeah, that needs to go That's on the so board. That's so going on the board. Yep, absolutely. All right, Swag, let's give something away. Let's give something away, man. So, yeah, so the, so donations have stopped. Uh, the donations have stopped, but we had some amazing donations tonight. Oh, my tonight. gosh. And we're going to go down the list. I'm going uh, to save all the big-time donations for the end right there. So Murph's going to come around over here, and he's going to hold this bucket for me right here. And uh, is that what you're doing? Uh, yeah, I'm doing two things. Oh, good. You do all the give, you uh, do all the things. Yeah, we're gonna um, all of how many guys do we have give more than two hundred bucks? So we had three people give uh, over two hundred bucks, and Pyra nineteen seventy five was over a hundred. Okay, we're gonna do uh, an extra drawing for those ones for this Ronnie Lot sign Vinny Lot. Oh, perfect. I'm gonna throw it in. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And we're going to get with the, our folks at T Public as well, and we're going to send out a couple shirts to these big dogs. So, you know, we, we can't thank you enough. So, uh, so we're going to start. So, uh, so kill Jadis. Hashtag one chip gang. $10 donation. Uh, Tyrone Graves, $20 donation. Raider Kojo, $20 donation. Ebony Graves, $30 donation. Thank you, Ms. Uh, Matt K, or K. Matt D, $20 hey, donation. K. Matt, old school guy. Yeah, man, for sure. Wyo Raider, $20 donation. Good buddy, Wyo. Yeah, Tider Raider, $30 donation. Thank you, Ty. We'll see you soon. Leo Torres, uh, just retired from the military, $10 donation. Much respect. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Pyra 1975, $10 donation. Thank you, Pyra. Uh, John Ogle, $10 donation. Thank you, John. Greg. Ten dollar donation. Thank you, Greg. And Trinidad, ten dollar donation. Hey, Trent, thank and you, now buddy. to the big boys. Oh boy. Pineapple, a hundred and twenty dollar donation. Woo! Let's go yeah, one hundred and twenty dollar donation. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, next up is uh, Big Shane. Big Shane. Big Shane. Two hundred dollar donation to the One Nation go. Foundation. Absolutely. Big Bass Raider. Big Bass Raider, $250 donation to the One Nation Foundation. Yeah, thank you so very, very much. And with poker chip number three, our capo, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, $251 donation to the One Nation Foundation. So much the biggest donation around ever for Yeah. Yeah, thank you very much. So, so Murph is mixing them up right here, and uh, you're gonna pick too. You're gonna pick too. So he's yeah, so you're yeah, so you're picking right here, and I'm mixing it. I'm mixing it up as well, and so I'm gonna hand over this to Murph. If you're on the audio feed, uh, I've got it right here. You can see all the poker chips are inside. They're all mixed up, and Murph is gonna reach his reach his paw in there and pull one out. Okay, I got it right there. He's got it right there. Hey, hey, Zeke, Zeke. Hey, easy, okay. big boy. Here we go. Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay. So, the, yeah, so the winner of the Trayvon Merrick jersey, uh, is it higher or lower than 10? Or lower. 
It's lower than 10. Yeah, you're going to love this. Okay. You know why? I don't know why. Because it's your favorite number ever. Don't even number six. Number, number <laughs> six. That is Big Shane. Hey, Big Shane. Big Shane has won the Trayvon Merrick signed jersey. Absolutely. And so uh, so we are going to go again. We're going to uh, – so, yeah, so it's, uh, Big Shane, uh, send us your email again I th- or send us your address and stuff yes. again. I think we think we have it, but uh, but send it again to us, uh, and we will get this Trayvon Merrick jersey out to you. Now Murph is going to now uh, draw for the uh, for the uh, Ronnie Lott signed helmet. Okay. Are we doing this for everybody? I guess everybody, yeah? Yeah, we'll do it for everybody. The big, guys. the big guys, hey, you $200 donation guys, we'll send you a T-shirt for sure. Absolutely. But other than that, this is for whoever. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, okay. You ready? I'm ready. Don't look. Hey, Aaron, Aaron the Q Dog Raider <laughs> has won the Ronnie Lott signed helmet. Right there, right there for you. And so, hey, yes, and I'm so. I'm sending this to you. It'll be here in a fan cave when we see you next month. Yeah, when we see you next month. Yeah, you come and get this. Uh, so, yeah. So, hey, th- thanks so much to everyone that donated. And, yes, all the big dogs. Uh, so, Big Bass Raider and Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Uh, Aaron, I think we've got your – your uh, send us your uh, your shirt size. And same with Big Bass Raider. And send us send us your shirt size, uh, uh, the uh, your address, all that good stuff. We're going to shoot you over a couple of shirts as well. So, so thank you guys so much for tuning in. Oh my gosh! Uh, I didn't even announce it. We raised one thousand and twenty dollars tonight. Hey! Uh, yeah, we went over a K, big boys. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go, go man! Yes, absolutely. So hey, That's this is so all because good. of you, man. This is all for the One Nation Foundation, man. It's a it's a beautiful thing. You guys, I mean, a thousand dollars, man. That's big time. And you know what? Thousand dollars. And I'm gonna tease it. I'm gonna tease it. Do it. We're gonna we do it a, one more time. We got a Devontae Adams jersey Woo! coming in the mail. Ooh, autograph. Ooh. It's an autographed Devontae Adams jersey. Sexy man. Come get you some of that, bruh. Hey, thanks so much for everyone in the chat. Uh Big Bass Raider, Greg, Aaron the Q Dog Raider, uh, Franklin 83, Lee B, John Ogle. Uh, Pirate 1975, uh, let's see, Tyrone Graves, Ebony Graves, Michelle Sweat, Lala Meloso, Titerator, Corey Fleck, Paul is in there. Uh, yeah, Storm is in there. Let's see, um, Corey Fleck's in there. Kill Jadis, Pirate 1975, Franklin 83, Richard Acampo's in there. Hey, thank you guys so much, man. This is such a fun show. I had a freaking blast. I had an absolute blast. Uh, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, says, give my uh, give that uh, helmet to Ebony, please. Deal. Deal. We'll see her in, uh, next month as well when, yep. when, when her and Tyrone are in town for the uh, for, for the game. So, yeah, we will save that helmet for you, Miss Ebony. and uh, Or I can send it to you early. Whatever. It doesn't matter to me. I just thank you so much for your generosity, the amazing donations tonight. Um, I can't. I could sit here and rhapsodize about you guys for the next 10 minutes. Just know how much we love you. Know how much we appreciate you. Know how much we value your generosity and what you do to support our effort with the One Nation Foundation and know that it's going to a great place. We love you guys. Thank you so, so much. Look forward to seeing you. Hey, if you're in Vegas this weekend, holler at me. Uh, other than that, we'll see you next week, next Wednesday. Swag Jeff, take us on out. Hey, man, thanks for tuning in to Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Don't remember, folks, or don't remember, don't forget, <laughs> folks, what happens if Vegas started in Oakland. Love you, bye. Yeah, don't remember shit. Don't remember shit. Yeah. Good night, YouTube! Goodbye. You guys are the best! 
Yeah, you are. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.